Welcome to episode 32 of The Stagler. We have a very serious episode today. We're talking about uh, many things, first and foremost, perhaps being family. Um, uh, to be more precise, the Fast and Furious franchise is the topic of our spotlight today. Uh, I'm your host, Justin. I'm Nick. He is my co-host. And uh, we just think family is a very important topic, so we want to just take it with the utmost sincerity that uh, it deserves and th that this franchise deserves. Um, don't you agree? Absolutely. So we thought, you know, um, although we're being serious, we thought just we'd enrich everybody's lives with content from um, just, I mean, a fantastic website. I mean, Jack really knocked it out of the park with this one, twitter.com. Mm. And uh, we, we just have a, a tweet here from uh, the International Movie Database. They said, um, which animated character would you want to be friends with in real life? We just have some really insightful answers here. We have, um, right off the bat, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. I mean, she is a powerful woman. Mm -hmm. That is true. You know, uh, I assume that she w would be loyal to an extent if you happen to be the person she was loyal to. Mm. She is, uh, I mean, you, 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 you can't find more loyalty than that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we have Goku. Ah, yes, the other gender, Goku and Harley Quinn. Um, perfectly, you know, just yin and yang, those two. I think, you know, when someone says Goku and someone says Harley Quinn, it's just a salt and pepper situation. You know, they, they within and without, mm -hmm. you might say. <clears throat> Captain Marvel, female version, not the one who died from cancer. <laughs> Okay. Well, we made about what? <laughs> two minutes? We made it about, yeah, like two minutes in. And uh, sorry, guys. We flubbed it. But uh, we can move on with the rest of the show and I can get our tour weeks. Not the one who died from cancer. <laughs> the one who died from cancer. I mean, that's not very funny. When was the last time cancer was funny? Yes, 20 seconds ago. Um, For real. We can get our tour weeks. So, uh, what's been happening? You guys know how the show works. We talk about our weeks, then we get into the news, then we do the spotlight, then we do emails, interviews of the week. You know how it goes. But weeks first, what's up? Uh, I did a couple things. A couple things. Okay. Uh, first thing on the agenda was I uh, watched the Umbrella Academy season two. Right. Continue so with I'm, that. I'm officially all the way caught up now. Uh, and it was pretty good. Um,. Like I said, at the end of the last season, they, like, time-traveled right before the end of the world. Yes. And I thought that the season was going to be, like, kind of, like, the same thing. And it was, but it wasn't. Because they did it in, like, a different way. So, basically, Five, the dude that does the t time travel, like, messes up the time travel. Okay. And they all get dropped in, like, a different year. But it's all, all in... All separately. Yeah. But but it's all in, like, the 60s. So, it's, like, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65. Okay. Five. Um, and then they do have to stop the apocalypse, but it's a different kind of apocalypse because like in the timeline they're in, John F. Kennedy doesn't get assassinated and it starts World War Three because oh, they think oh. that, because there's like a bomb that goes off during like the parade and they think that it's the Russians and they're like, let's nuke them mm. and then nuclear warfare. And the yes. world ends. Um, so that was pretty interesting. And, uh, yeah, and I don't know. It's just like it keeps the same heart as the first season with all like the fun little music cues and just like the interesting things they do with the camera and 
the characters just being all funky and wonky and having mm. fun. Um, pretty emotional towards the end. Pulls on the heartstrings a little bit. Um, and it sets up the third season uh, very well, I think. And I very much enjoyed it. The one thing, though, was that... I don't remember if I said the first time I talked about it, the show, but... Like, the title sequence did i talk about the title sequence i don't remember you talking about that anyway every time the title comes up there's always an umbrella like somewhere on the camera like it'll like go to a random umbrella and it'll be like the umbrella academy Mm -hmm. and it was always kind of a cool thing kind of like how mr robot just like does it like wherever or like atlanta kind of like that too um this season it does the same thing but i think they kind of stretch it a little bit too not like too far but like they don't really use umbrellas anymore they'll use things that like look like umbrellas oh i don't see the harm which was like it some of them were cool but i was just like i liked it when it was just umbrellas. like one time they literally just like put up a a graphic of like an umbrella on the thing and i was like oh i wish it was like an umbrella that's kind of weird yeah yeah but one that i thought was cool was there was like a dead dude and his he was like bleeding and it was like zooming in on his dead body and the blood was like making an umbrella and then it was oh. like the Umbrella Academy. That's okay, oh, sure. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, some of those were cool. Some of those were kind of... But overall, I thought it was pretty dang cool. And I'm ready for season three. Whenever I don't know when that's supposed to come out, but I'll be there. Whenever I'll be it comes there. out, you'll be there. And then one other thing was uh, Tyler, the creator, um, you know, musical artist, released a new album just yesterday. And uh, it's pretty fire good um i saw i didn't even know that he was dropping an album but i just saw on twitter trending yesterday it was like album of the year contender and i was like what Hmm. and i clicked and everyone was like tyler's new album album of the year and i was like oh okay because i really enjoyed his latest project igor and this was still it was very great it's really long what's not really long but is longer than igor it was like 16 tracks or something like that, and they're all pretty dang good. Um, and I've listened to it a few times through now, but I'm going to keep on listening to it because it's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've listened to too much of his music, but from what I've heard, yeah, it works. I'm I'm super weird when it comes to music. Um, some of the music I listen to is just like, it's just like a bunch of sounds put together. Yeah. Isn't that what all music is? Yeah, but mine's more like it's a man banging on a garbage can I, yeah. and a woman screaming. Like, it's the kind of music that I like. Right. But, uh, you know, his stuff, I, I can see why people like that, too. I mm. guess. I guess. I guess. I don't know. But but that's it? Just those two little things? That was it. I mean, man. obviously, guys, we had to watch Yeah, we watched a lot of fast, movies, fast and Furious movies. Um, the whole franchise, so, so that did dig into our things. And I had something else that really dug into my schedule as well. Throw oh, yeah. it over to me, a little baton pass. I played a video game. I talked about it last week. That I just started it, but now I've all but platinumed it because I'm literally saving the one last thing I need to do just so when I'm done with the game, I can platinum it right at the end and then oh, just cool. shut it down and be like, I'm done, and I put it to rest. But I put a lot of time into it. Well, not a lot, but I put enough time into it right now. Uh, of course, that is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart for the PS5 Ooh, and only yeah. for the PS5. It's built from the ground up. Yeah. The PS5 experience. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have a PS5, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Says Sony. Go get one. For all the people who do not have one still and they're still impossible to find. I was listening back to an episode and we were like, 
oh when's uh the when are they going to be available like and it'll be like normal we're like oh by by summer for sure it'll be like they'll you can just well, go out to the store in our defense it's still we still have a few months of summer yes summer just started summer just started but i'm just saying that it does not bode well it's so not far. looking good i will say um but yeah that, that's a bit silly but we got one so who cares about everybody else exactly Anyway, I've been playing it. It is the, I don't know, like the 30th entry in the franchise. And by 30th, I mean like maybe 12th or something. There's a lot of them. Most of them are spinoffs, though. I'd say there's like six main ones, so this would be like the seventh. Okay. Um, or eighth, I guess. And uh, it's really good. <laughs> Just to get that right out there, it's it's really awesome. The thing that it tries its best to balance new fans and old fans from like way back in the day like me we've been playing it since the very beginning yeah um like i think i mean i've been playing it since i was like five or something you know so it's that's a long been time with me um and uh of course there is a little bit where i was like man i wish they would dig a little bit deeper mm. but it's not aggressive enough that anybody who's new to the series really can just jump in and be like okay i i get the gist you yeah. know there's a few characters where like okay i don't know who this person is but it doesn't really matter um, because this whole game's about uh, separate dimensions and parallel, you know, universes and stuff like that. Right. So you have characters that are uh, introduced who is like, oh, this is this wor- dimension's version of the character that you know. Um, so if you don't know the character, that's all you're missing is you just don't know what his counterpart is like. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say everybody just in case somebody wants to play it and doesn't want to get spoiled. But uh, there's, there's, there's good ones in there. And of course you have Rivet, who is the girl Ratchet, and she's very cute, and there was a lot of art made of her very quickly after she was announced. Like, it was... Wow. Well, let me tell you, there's... The Rule 34 Artists community. Yeah. The family. The family. The Rule 34 Artist family. They are really something crazy. Yeah. Because they hop on it, and they hop on it quick how can you if you could weaponize the rule 34 artist okay you would be the most powerful army in the world they react fast yeah they this the reaction speed and i mean it's skill too it's talent it's not like it's shitty art it's yeah. like wow do you work for pixar literally They're like yes actually <laughs> like yeah um but yeah it, it, visually just saying that i mean it is like watching a pixar movie it's awesome mm-hmm. they have three performance modes you can have the 4K, most effects, most enemies, most, like, creatures on screen at a time, but it's 30 FPS. Or you can do 60 FPS with ray tracing, but it lowers the resolution a little bit. Or you can do 60 FPS um, ray tracing, or no, no, 60 FPS, no ray tracing, but all the effects are back. So really, the one you want to do is 60 FPS with ray tracing. Yeah, That's, that would... that's the best looking one. Mm-hmm. It was the same with Miles Morales, because, of course, it's the same developer, Insomniac Games. They know what they're doing. They do. And the point I wanted to make, bring that up, is that they have Spider-Man 2 coming eventually. Sometime. And we have Peter Parker and Miles Morales in that game, which is another kind of dual protagonist story. Mm. So this feels like a really good run course for a dual protagonist kind of thing. Like, I can see already that they'll be able to pull it off because they do it in this game with Ratchet and Rivet. So I think it's very cool that it seems like they're kind of learning from each other because... Ratchet and Clank in this game has a lot bigger set pieces that haven't been seen in the franchise, right. which seems like it's building off of what they learned in Spider-Man. So it's a real give and take with their development, and I think, um, as far as I know as a team, 
of uh, developers. They are very nice to their employees. You know, they don't crunch. They don't, you know, treat them poorly. There's no harassment. Like, apparently, it's a great place to work, good. which is very good to hear, especially when you hear about places like CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red. <laughs> um, even stuff like Naughty Dog and Rockstar, you know, uh, just mm-hmm. really not treating their employees as well as they could. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just hope it's a lesson to people. It's like, hey, you don't have to crunch your employees and make them work 14 hours a day or more what? to have a good product at the end of the day because this game's amazing. But how am I going to release Cyberpunk on time? They Didn't they just release it on PS4 again and it's still kind of fucked up? Because I, I it got delisted because Sony was like, know. this is unplayable. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about the positive things, <laughs> not that. <laughs> I mean, really, the first, ep- the first uh, level in this game is like a Night City-esque kind of level so it is kind of fun to just like look around and see what's going on of course they are it's not an open world game it's level based so it's it's not completely linear but there's just little side paths that you can go off and just Mm kind of look for treasure or whatever there's like 20 guns approximately probably like 17 ish which is great like 90 percent of them are brand new so that's a lot of fun the ricochet gun is really fun not gonna explain all all of them do it ricochets it ricochets so you fine you hit them, and then the ball just flies into the air, and if you press R2 with the right timing, it'll come back down and just keep assaulting them. And it's nice. really good because then you don't have to face the enemies while you're attacking them, so you can shoot it out and run away, but you'll hear the little... You'll feel it in the controller, too, and you'll hear the hear haptic tone, feedback. haptic feedback. And so you can be running around for cover and be completely behind cover, but still attacking the enemies like mm-hmm. that. Very, very fun. Um, you've got uh, the cold front, which just freezes them all. You've got the topiary springer, which turns them into shrubbery. You know, stuff nice. like that. Um, you have Mr. Fungi, who's a little, like, mushroom man who shoots guns at him. He's, okay. He's cool. He's like a little turret buddy. The gun know? gun. Mm-hmm. You got, like, four shotguns in this game. One of them's called the Pixelizer, which is a, a old one, but it turns them into pixels. I never would have thought. It's a very fun look to it, especially on the bosses. You have these huge, gigantic bosses, and then they go 2D oh, yeah. pixel look. It, it looks great. That's cool. Um, and then when you kill them, the blocks all go flying out like mm. in 3D space. Um, so yeah, just effects-wise, it's great. It's fantastic just to look at, and it feels good. The mobility options are crazy because you get hover boots. You can go super fast and traverse levels like you really couldn't before. And you can really, like, sequence break with that game with those boots. Like, that did not seem like it was thought through enough because, like, I broke a level just because I was like, what if I just jump over there? And it was hard, but I did it. And it just, like, skipped a portion of the level. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. This is canon. Nice. Uh, the a villain is great. It's nefarious again, but then with a twist, it's awesome. I can honestly recommend this game to, like, anybody ever. It's... I mean, right now it's the best game on the PS5, and I don't think it's even like a competition. And I'm even saying that trying to disregard my bias, you know? It's just the way it incorporates all the features of the PS5. Mm-hmm. It, as far as I know, like a game really hasn't done it yet. It's like the first one to really put it all. And Ratchet and Clank yeah, has always can buy, kind of been uh, a showpiece almost for the for the new consoles. I think Returnal did similar things as well. Returnal came out. But right. just speaking of that, the haptic thing... One of the good uses of it is that all the guns basically have two fire modes now, or at least have two different things. If you pull the trigger halfway, let's say on the shotgun, it'll shoot one shell. If you pull it all the way, it'll shoot both of them at the same time. So you can go bam, bam, or you can go bam, you know, both shoots. And it takes a little bit longer to reload, but it's the extra power. It's great. And all the guns basically have a second function like that, or an aim before you throw kind of thing. But it's there for all of it. 
And nice. uh, so, so that's fantastic as well. You know, story-wise, all I can say is that I hope this is the first in a trilogy because the PS4 only got one game and it was a reboot. So I hope this is a new PS5 trilogy um, to revitalize the series. And I mean, with the reviews it's gotten, you know, everyone mm. loves it. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love to see this continue and uh, continue the franchise because uh, it's when you think of like PlayStation Two franchises, it's maybe one of the strongest that's like still going. Yeah. You know, that's true. it's really had a, a great staying power, especially compared to its contemporaries like Jack and Daxter and Sly Cooper. You know, who are kind of dead, Jack especially. Rip. Rest in peace, man. But that leads me to the final thing I want to talk about, which is... Oh, also, I'm wearing a Q4 shirt, which is a Ratchet and Clank thing. Nice. Not a weird gay Netflix TV series. I don't know if you saw that, but it was called The Q4. Oh, yes. No relation. (laughs) No relation. Let's maybe talk about that later if we want. But uh, this is the Quark. This is Captain Copernicus Leslie Quark. All right. Nice. He's the man. Captain Quantum. eh. But anyway. Okay. The Rhino is a weapon that appears in every single one of these games. Or every single one of the mainline ones, I guess I should say. And I think this is like the Rhino 8 now. And so it's always just the most overpowered. It stands for Rip You a New One. So it's Rhino. And uh, R-Y-N-O, Rip You a New One. Yep. I got it. And uh, this one is one of my favorites, honestly. Sometimes it's just, like, basically a, uh, shoots a bunch of rockets, you know? Sometimes it's, like, a huge laser that just does a screen clear. In this one, it opens a bunch of portals, and it sends stuff down and just flattens all the enemies on the field, you know? And uh, this one has some extra Easter eggs built into it because one of the things you can summon to, like, from a dimension to kill all the enemies is Sly Cooper, Oh, or nice. is Jack and Daxter, or is uh, like uh, an Uncharted Jeep, or is a Thunderjaw from Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And it's just really cool thing that they were able to put into the game. Um, I think a lot of people appreciate that. And it's super cool to just to see these properties in any sort of capacity. Yeah. I mean, the Thunderjaw looks so good, yeah. by the way. It looks so good. Um, but yeah, I'm just really happy with the game. Basically platinumed it, just haven't done it yet and uh it was fantastic i've also been going through it in photo mode which is why i've been spending so much time it's because the photo mode is just so much fun to just mess around with because yeah. all the effects and ray tracing it's blech. and i just because i know people like to know this i want to say my first go around with the game where i wasn't using photo mode too much because i wanted to stay in the game um i think i was at about 14 hours to beat it um, so that's kind of the, about the length you should be expecting, but also the game is built for at least one replay on challenge mode. It's kind of yeah. built around that because the guns only level up half to half their capacity. And once you do a new game, it's like, oh, now they go to level 10 instead of level five. And it, it they basically become different guns cause they unlock new abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a very cool game and I recommend it to everybody. It's awesome. Rush and Clank Rift Apart. Rock on. Mm-hmm. I watched one movie, though. I did find the time. Wow. Amongst all the other things. I watched Luca. Yeah. That's a Pixar movie. The new Pixar. The new one. It came out on, like, the 7th, I want to say. Straight to Disney Plus without any premiere access. It was just dropped. Yeah. um, Which is great, I guess. Um, That makes me think 
because it is true that they, you know, saw it as a lesser film or whatever. And I don't know if people are going into this film thinking that or not. Because this film seems like people love it or hate it, honestly. Mm. Um, I'll get it out of the way. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's the closest Pixar has ever gotten to, like, Studio Ghibli, you know, and just feel and stuff like that. Oh, cool. It was very reminiscent to me of, like, Kiki's Delivery Service, which is still my favorite animated movie of yeah. all time, as I talked about on our episode where we focused on that. Um, it's about Luca... Luca Paguro or something like that. They're all like Italian, but not really. It's, I'll get into that. Uh, he's a little sea monster, and he wants to go see, like, what's the land about? What's going on up there? And this weirdo kid is like, oh, hey, I know what's on the land. Let's go. And they go on the land. They ha- they want a Vespa, which is like a little scooter. And they're like, we can go anywhere and search the world. But his family's like, ah, you'll get murdered because all the humans hate sea monsters. And it's... uh. I guess you could say it is kind of a, a plotting development. You know, it's not like, oh, bam, 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 bam. Uh, this is interesting. I'm totally invested. But it's just yeah. kind of like scenes that are happening. You're just watching the characters interact. So I see people's, you know, confusion on like, oh, this is like poorly paced or whatever. But I, I just don't necessarily agree with that. Um, with maybe the exception of the ending, it could have been handled a little bit better. But mostly you're looking at just the relationships between people. You know, that's the kind of film that it is. That's what they're going for. And, you know, when people are putting it up against, like, The Incredibles and Soul and whatever, it's like, yeah, this is a... a, The kid's, like, 13, and he has 13-year-old thoughts, and he's not like, when I die and I turn into a ghost and I need a spark... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's very surface-level kind of stuff when you compare it to Soul, which was very deep. Um, And I didn't like Soul. so Which is crazy. uh, Um... But, I mean, if you need a Pixar movie that's, the title is four letters long, and two of the letters are L and U, I prefer Luca to Soul. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, so they need to, like, win a race to get the money to win the scooter. Okay. And, uh, oh, and it's the kind of mer- the sea monsters where if they get wet, it reveals their sea monsterness. Right, yes. But I if they're dry, they stay the true. Um, so they try to win the race, but, oh, my gosh, it rains. Which is like the most. Oh, that's the worst thing that could happen. It's just so interesting because it's such a banal thing, but it's like this is actually the worst thing that could ever happen. It rains like they hadn't thought about it once, Man. and it doesn't rain in uh, the what's the Zack Snyder movie? Oh, where Army of the, the Dead. Zombies? Army yeah. of the Dead, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it rains and like that's like the huge deal. It's like yeah. the super normal thing. Um, so they get revealed and then. Wait, is it, like, reveal their whole thing, or, like, each drop of rain, like, reveals, like, a little bit, like, rain hits their arm, and it's, like, scales. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then... Rain hits their arm, it's, like, scales, and then scales until they're drenched. Uh-huh. You know? Very it, cool. I always think it's really cool. People have been, I've been reading reviews for, like, the reviews in the week and stuff. People are like, oh, this movie looks so shitty. And it makes me feel like Pixar is ruining animation. Oh, no. Because this movie looks great. It just doesn't look soul great. Because Soul, I mean, it's, like, impeccable, top-of-the-line, whatever. So now it's, like, people are expecting, maybe because it is Pixar, you know, but they're expecting these top-of-the-line, ultra-real, all-the-time, you know, uh, graphics, I guess. Yeah. Um, And it's not that, and people were just whining, and that just always felt a little weird to me, because it looks good. It looks a lot more cartoony, you know, than the normal stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, like, stylized. A lot of people think it looks ugly, but it, it, it almost seems akin to, like, 
claymation almost to me. Oh, okay. just in the character designs and stuff. Interesting. Um, I think it's cool. Um, anyway, the the music is another thing that I really enjoyed. There was a lot of like staccato, like violin kind of stuff, Italian sounding things. Yeah. When it comes to the Italian gabagoo edge, exactly <laughs> edge to the movie, um, it's in like a fake Italian town. It's not real. Um, it, it it seems very surface level Italian to me. You know, it's like oh pasta. I like the Sopranos. Music. Not like the Sopranos. <laughs> it's actually exactly like the Sopranos. Funny that you say that. You know, because okay. it is like kind of. It feels like American Italian instead of Italian Italian to me. But I'm not Italian, so what do I know? Exactly. I have an Italian friend. I'll ask him to watch it and see what he thinks. An American Italian friend, so... Yeah, grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to get Furio on that one. I need to get Furio on that. I miss him so much. For real. Anyway, that's next episode. Come on now. Sorry. Uh, I thought it was great. It has an ending that isn't... Okay, I guess I need to bring this up. A thing that you might have heard about the movie is that it's a gay movie. <gasps> Have you heard that? That's, that's like the hubbub, right? Okay. It's like, oh, it's Call Me By Your Name. It's Calamari By Your Name, you know? Calamari And it's, that's what people say. Have you okay. not heard that? No. Oh, I okay. don't know. I haven't been keeping up on the Luca discourse. Sure, yeah. But people have said like, oh, that it's like an allegory. And the director came out and be like, no, but he probably has to. But still, I believe him. Um, there... It doesn't feel like a gay movie to me, but there is a very clear queer reading of this movie that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could also apply to something like, because obviously it's like, oh, they're sea monsters. Don't let them find out your secret. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's really easy. And it's about these two boys sharing this secret, you know? So it makes sense to view it that way. Yeah. But it could also be like almost like an immigrant story or something like that, you know? Mm. Or any kind of like underdog story, really. Right. The way I ended up reading it just subconsciously when I was done, uh, I didn't read the two characters as gay, but I read that the friend Alberto, like, could have been. Obviously, they're very young. They're, like, 13 and 14 or 15, like, that yeah. age range. Um, so I kind of read it as he might have been, you know, because, he, you know, he shows a lot of jealousy, but that makes sense because uh, he never really had people in his life. He was kind of like an orphan, you know. Um mm-hmm. But I, I found it kind of rewarding to view him as that way. I, I just like that reading of it. Um, another thing that I think is great about this movie is I really feel that it works if any of the three main kids, they have a friend that they meet who's human named Julia. Any of the three main kids feel like they could have been the main character, you know? Yeah. And like just view it and it just happens to be Luca who we see the world through. Um, his whole thing is that he wants to go to school by the end. What a nerd. What a loser. What a loser. Let's go to school. But it, it's that kind of stuff where it's, it's maybe you're seeing why I'm, I compare it to Ghibli because it's kind of just like a slice of life almost mm-hmm. type of film, which is just feels uh, refreshing that it's not life or death. Well, actually, it is kind of life or death if they get find out they get murdered. Right. But sea monster. most of the movie, until the last 10 minutes, you know, it's a lot more slice of life stuff. And it's like, oh, I dropped a glass of water on myself. Ah. But then it goes away. You know, it's not a big deal. Right. I thought it was great. I would love to hear people's thoughts on it. I I'll have to watch it. Would honestly pick this one up physically if it came out oh. on Blu-ray. That's how much I liked it. Wow. Which makes me <laughs> must be a loser. I guess it's just funny when you like a movie so much and then you read all the horrible, horrible reviews that are like, "This movie sucks." Yep. We have a whole episode about that. And you second guess yourself, and I was like, "Does the movie suck?" 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I know what you mean. I liked it. And the critics that I follow that I know I can trust also liked it. So I'm feeling pretty secure. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's all I'm talking about. But yeah, that's it. Sweet. That's all I got. Luca. You know what that means. It's time for the box office. Box office. Yeah, buddy. We brought it back last episode. We did, and it's still and going. we're rolling with it. We have some, I think, interesting things going on here. Interesting news. So, these past two weekends, okay. I found this interesting. The past two weekends, I guess, were officially the last two weekends of what Box Office Mojo has titled, like, the COVID-19 pandemic weeks. Okay, sure. Or whatever. Because this latest weekend, I noticed, did not have that like like, like or... thing under it. Okay. And I was like, okay. So what, sure I'm what I'm saying is, but... is Fast and Furious ended COVID. That's true. Fast 9 did end COVID. So just another incredible thing wow. to cross off the list for Fast and Furious. What haven't they done? That's incredible. It must have been... I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just thought that was interesting. It is funny. Um, but... On the June 11th to the 13th weekend, A Quiet Place Part 2, still at the top, they finally passed $100 million. Good for them. Good for them. And then everything else is just like non-existent. In the Heights was second. Oh, I need... I, that was the other one I was meaning to watch. Didn't mm-hmm. get around to it. And But the thing is, it only made $11 million. 11 and but a half. But it's also a, a dual release with HBO Max. Remember? I know, which is interesting because I wish we could see how many people have watched on HBO Max because I, I want to know if they really like, you know, if they could have made like a lot of money with that. Yeah. I don't know. And then this past weekend, we had the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard come out on top with a solid 11 million. Are you going to see the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? I heard it was better than the first one. Really? Yeah. That's what I heard. Okay. Because I didn't like hitman's bodyguard i thought it was stupid mm, i mean it's probably still stupid it's just it's a little bit anyway. better and peter rabbit too did you see peter rabbit i saw a peter rabbi <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see peter rabbit nice. i remember when the first peter rabbit came out on disc it was when i worked at family video okay and i remember we only had like 12 copies of it <laughs> and they were always always sold out I don't know what it was, but people would come in and they would be like, is Peter Rabbit back yet? And I would be like, no, it's not back until like tomorrow or like two right. days. And they're like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to come back then. And like, there's no holds at Family Video. You could be like, I call next on Peter Rabbit. I can't do that. Damn it. At least I don't think you could. I don't really remember. But it well, was like all the time. Definitely can't now. Like people would come in and they'd be like walking around, like looking and they'd get to like... I would like watch. I'd be sitting there and like looking and like, oh man, they're getting close to Peter Rabbit because I see that they have like kids or something. Yeah. And they like get to the Peter Rabbit section and then they're looking and they're like, is there any Peter Rabbits? And I'm like, no, also <laughs> that. So something about Peter Rabbit is really getting to the kids. I mean, it's a cute rabbit. It's got the the actor whose name I always forget, but I really enjoy. I'm the spy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Him. about time man he's good uh, yeah yeah ex machina as well um so yeah and then fast nine this yesterday just yesterday opening day fast nine dropped 36 million dollars domestic wow which was pretty cool and then 
um, worldwide already. I don't know how long it's been released worldwide, but it's already at $330 million. Which is worldwide. interesting because I imagine that their China market would have taken a hit with this movie because of the John Cena controversy. Right. Um, luckily, he apologized and so did we. <laughs> so yep. we did that, which is great. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, but yeah, Fast 9 is on track. We will get, I was going to say something about Fast 9, but hey, we're going to get we're gonna there. We're going to talk about it We're going to get there. But yeah, Fast 9 ended COVID um, and made a lot of money. Very cool. That's true. So COVID's done now, guys. So nice. Really Vin sweet. Diesel, Vin Sorrento killed COVID. <laughs> he killed COVID with family. Yes. Um, so we can get on to a regular <laughs> news. We have uh, a couple of stories. Um, maybe blast through a few real quick. Final Fantasy IX is being adapted into a kids animated series. It'll okay. be like an adventure series. I know you never played Final Fantasy IX, but it yeah, looks like this. Um, That's what the game looks like? Yes. It's, you know, an old game. Okay. Um, which is weird because while Final Fantasy IX probably looks the most kiddy to, you know, just graphics wise and stuff like, oh, it looks like fun cartoony. Um, it, it deals with like mass genocide. <laughs> Very nice. That's like the plot. It's like, like a mass genocide of a very specific race who is also enslaved. Cool. Very nice. <laughs> so that sounds like a fun kid. Great thing to turn into a kid's kid like, show. It's like a fun kid's show aimed at 8 to 13 year old kids. Wow. Very nice. But yeah, it's a... The game's great. It's probably on my favorite half of Final Fantasies. I've played every single one except for the MMOs. I've played zero of them. They're great. I love them. They're great. They're great. As a uh, uh, Ronzo might say. Oh, okay. That's a cat person in Final Fantasy X. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting that uh, that's what's going on with that. Hmm. Thank you, Polygon. Speaking of things being announced, Transformers 7 title revealed for new film starring Anthony Ramos and Dominique fishback so wait what's the title just transformers 7 transformers 7 rise of the beasts is the title i slated for june 24th 2022 basically beast one year from right now basically one year from right now rise of the beasts yeah i uh, i don't know the last four transformer movies were bad the last four five you're right <laughs> <laughs> wait which one do you think is good? Because this is, I guess, the seventh one, because Bumblebee's a thing. Right, exactly. I don't know. They're mostly not good. So The I first three are, are fine. fine. Yeah. With the second one being the the, the worst valley. The but we had an episode about this, so we don't need we to talk about it. We have a whole episode it. where we get to just really Eventually, talk about this show, on episode 249, every topic that ever comes up, we're just going to be like, but we had an episode on this. So just go listen to that for thoughts. <laughs> Eventually, that's what the show is going to devolve into. It's just us <laughs> quoting previous episodes for two hours. And that'll be <laughs> episode be 249. Would it be fun? But yeah, just that was announced. Um, that's the guy from In the Heights. Interesting. So. Wait, so is it like no one? He's like the new main character. There's I, no Mark yeah. Wahlberg. There's no Shia LaBeouf. I got to assume. Okay. It works for me. Sure. This was this came completely out of nowhere. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog team oh, up okay. in new film Straight Out of Nowhere. 
Interesting. It's just a straight to video, you know, kind of trashy Scooby Doo movie. But like, uh, Courage ended in two thousand two. <laughs> yeah, what the freak? And apparently there was a short in twenty fourteen that I know that I don't think I knew about, unless it was that three D one. Um, and then they're just coming back, and Courage is gonna make uh, uh Scooby Doo his bitch. Wow. I when guess. does this come out? Um, that's a that's a great question. I have no idea. Soon. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, I'll try to watch it too. It doesn't. Oh, and Matthew Lillard, the live action Shaggy is is the voice Shaggy too. Oh yeah, it's very very cool. I mean, he does a fantastic job. I don't see why he wouldn't. You know, love the live action Scooby Doo movies. Yeah, and uh, speaking of dogs, I guess dogs, and specifically dog penises. What? Um, Red Rocket. First look. <laughs> Sean Baker returns. Sorry, do you not like that segue? No. Okay. <laughs> first look at Red Rocket. Sean Baker returns after the Florida Project with first cans contender. Nice. Um, it's going to be starring Simon Rex, who you might know from the the scary movie movies. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Um, that's what I know him from. And uh, it's Sean Baker. I mean. We've been keeping an eye out on yep. him. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. I like keeping up with this dude. Um, apparently, there's no official synopsis yet. It's A24's thing. But uh, it's supposed to be like a dark comedy um, who lives off of women in the adult film industry who moves out of Los Angeles back home to Texas and uh, kind of just falls in his old routine. So uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what's okay. going on there. Uh, Simon Rex, I know, is mostly what he's done is comedy. So this being... Seeming like has a dramatic edge to it. Be interesting to see what he can pull off because we know that uh, Sean Baker likes to work with these non-professional actors a lot. But this guy, you know, he had his history in acting. You know, mm -hmm. so so it's it's interesting to see what they'll be able to accomplish. I think I'm very excited for his work. Yes, that'll be interesting. Disney Plus has no current plans to release its Marvel shows on physical media. What do you think of this? Uh, it's interesting. It seems weird because there's uh, so many people who collect mm -hmm. these things. More money. It just seems Don't like... More money? Well, that, that for one. And two, it's just like these people's collections are just going to have a, a gigantic hole. I mean, again, I as that. far as I know, they're planning the movies to be the tv shows to be skippable as far as movies go that's yeah. kind of was their idea so i i guess i get it but like it just seems like a shame yeah it kind of sucks it's it's weird as we move forward that to be a a digital world that we seem to just be going towards because obviously movies i mean it's it's at the end of the day it's waste but there's already so much waste just <laughs> you know what i mean like yes they're useless but they're everything's useless if it's all digital the world might end up like blade runner 2049 that's what i'm you saying know, the, 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 they had the blackout and they lost it all right because it was all digital do we want that saying, do they we... had no paper records anymore there's a whole anime about it i'm just saying uh it just seems weird that it's it's nothing like i think it's very strange yeah because when the blackout happens we know that the most important thing is going to be well, where's the copies of Loki? And they're gonna be like, they're they got deleted. Yeah, they're where's gone. where's WandaVision? And people are gonna be like, well, you should have printed physical copies, and now we could have had it, but now it's just gone forever. So thanks a lot, Disney and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, what? 
all those important remember all those memorable moments from Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I definitely watched that. Yes, I, I love the part where uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, dude, yeah, that <laughs> was, was a good part. That was the good that, part. That was a good part, though. Anyway, that's a shame for collectors, I guess. After 28 quirky years, quirky Conan O'Brien is leaving late night. Dang. Is Finally. He... <laughs> is he going to early morning now? No, I think he's just going to be, he has like a podcast. I'm probably going to be doing that. He's still going to be doing stuff. The Conan cast? I'm pretty sure he has a podcast. Is it? The Concast? Um, the Coney cast? I don't know, but all those titles are awful. The Pod Conan? You feel bad about them. He, uh, I mean, he really has been obviously doing this work. I know you don't care, and this is just like a joke to you, but this is kind of pretty big. This guy has paved the way for a lot of comedy and stand-up comedy and even podcasts. To, to be fair, maybe he got it there a little bit late in the game. Um, but he's a really funny guy. He seems like a really earnest guy. He treats his whole show that runs the Conan show uh, very, very well. I believe they were paid like throughout the pandemic and stuff like that. Very nice. um, just He just seems like he's a one of the good ones, I guess you could say. Um, shame he's not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something we have in common. No, I think Conan's funny. He's He's got good I've stuff. I've seen some of his clips Have you seen YouTube? the clips? The only clips that I don't like because they're direct mocking me is like whenever he would like play a video game or like watch someone play a video game and his comments would just be so inane and like misinformed that it was funny but also like in a cringy way i guess yeah but it worked for what it was but this guy i mean 28 years doing anything you're gonna kind of uh leave a leave a mark so yeah for sure I, i hope he continues to do what he does and is happy about it goodbye conan Goodbye, Conan, forever. I'll always remember your hair. Yes. Okay, so Dune is a movie that we've been talking about since our first episode. And Have we really? I'm pretty sure. Wow. What at, a monumental at least our second episode, because up. our second episode, Dune, was in the title. Right. Um, <laughs> but we're probably going to be talking about it for all of our episodes, even after the movie comes out, I imagine. Yes. However... It has been delayed again. But it, this is a good delay. It, is, it has a late October release 2024. No, 2021. <laughs> um, is this a good delay? Yes, because it creates a great weekend at the movies. But what if... Well, what is that great weekend? So, on the same weekend, we have Dune, The Last Night in Soho from Edgar Wright, and The French Dispatch from... Wes Anderson mm-hmm. and, and Jackass 4 and Jackass 4 which is a huge one um, why is that good then that all those are just because it'll be it'll be the movies will be bustling you're really not afraid that everyone's gonna go see Jackass and nobody's gonna have money left over for Dune I mean that would suck here's the thing I don't the Jackass audience I'm not sure the Dune and the Jackass audience are the same audience so I don't probably I'm not, not. I'm not worried about that. But the French Dispatch and Last Night in Soho, I would probably say Last Night in Soho more specifically, maybe right, depending on how well people know the directors, I suppose, mm-hmm. would be the greatest, you know, uh, uh, competition with each other. I want all of four of those movies, as far as I care, to be very successful, um, unless they're bad. Here's the thing, though. Okay, Dune. These other movies 
they don't really have to I mean they have to be successful but they don't have to be super successful you know what I mean? you know what I mean Dune has to make a lot of money or they won't let him make the second one yeah the second half so Dune has to hit hard right. if it flops like Blade Runner there's just going to be no Dune 2 and if it's like absolutely incredible and there's just going to be no second part to the story. That would just be really sad. Well, that's specifically the my worry with really feel like this delay. Because now it has competition that, at the end of the day, no matter what, it, right. at least one ticket is going to go to Last Night in Soho that doesn't go to Dune. You know? Why? Well, personally, buy two Right tickets. now, for every one ticket sold for Last Night in Soho, <laughs> I will purchase two tickets wow. to Dune. So there, I've said it. Be like twenty-two million dollars or so. I that's what I will do if that's what it takes. Okay, sure. I mean, I can't stop you. If that's what it takes, I'll do it. Um, so so that's a little bit of worry of mine, but still, uh, for us personally, yeah, it's going to be a really killer weekend. Um, great time to go to the movies. Quadruple feature at the quadruple theater. Quadruple feature. Well, a little fun fact about me: I've never seen any of the Jackass movies. Yeah, we went over that. Um. I well, think that's I've, not a fun fact. Never I've mind. only seen one of them, I think. And it was whichever one, I don't know. It's on. I have it on DVD, mm. I think, still. So it wasn't mine. It was a friend's. I think he left it at my house, and I just kept it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Dune, I'm just... I get excited when I see pictures of Dune. Makes me hype. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a, a triple feature. Dune. Dune a triple. Yeah. Dune a triple. Dune, Soho, Peach. and Jackass. No dispatch? Well, I can't do a double Chalamet, you know? I Why can't. not? Double down on the Chalet. I I don't know. It's too. I might overdose. <laughs> I might not double down, but um, somebody might go down on Catwoman, but it won't be Batman. Because DC told this? Harley Quinn creators to remove Batwan, Batman... Batman. <laughs> Catwoman oral sex scene because... Heroes don't do that. So uh, it's illegal for Batman to eat pussy. And that's a, like a double entendre because it's Catwoman. <laughs> so was this in one of the cartoons? The uh, the Harley Quinn animated show with Poison Ivy, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's that one. They wanted to have a scene where Batman was just going at it. Challenge that would have been interesting. Uh, they're like, oh, Batman doesn't. Th- Batman doesn't give head. That's not what he do. Batman doesn't give head, but uh, Bruce Wayne does. I bet Bruce Wayne. Batman, but really, does. Batman must because otherwise, why would his cowl have the the that part open? <laughs> <laughs> that feels like that feels like a very intentional design, right? To me. So I That's don't. True. I don't know if these DC people really whatever. Um, but basically it said, so uh, the, the creator said, oh, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? And they were like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for hero. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. What? What? Come on. Catwoman squirt gun, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then just have Batman just do his thing. That I mean, it seems weird to, they're really, the point that this is at is that there's they still have toys on the brain when it's an adult animated show. Yeah. Like, people get their brains blown out on it, and they're still like, but the toys, though. That's yeah. so bizarre to me that this is really how it's ingrained in the, in the 
it is industry, weird. I guess, you know. Um it, it's very 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 strange. Huh. But uh mm-hmm. interesting. That's I, some interesting news right there. You know who else didn't give head? I I don't know. Uncle June, but he did, but he didn't want anybody to know about it from the Sopranos. He was like, "Oh, I don't do that." That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and we have a, a weird little Sopranos story that I just wanted to throw in. Chris Rock turned down a couple offers to join the Sopranos over fear he'd ruin it. What what do you think of Chris Rock? What would Chris Rock do in the Sopranos? I well, I'm not sure if this actually says it, but uh I would probably make him a cop. You know? I'd make him one of the FBI guys. Yeah. I wouldn't make him one of the criminals, one of the mob people. He'd be a, a cop. He'd be FBI. Maybe. Very interesting. Go in and say that. What do you think? Would you want Chris Rock in Sopranos? I can't imagine it. I would probably cast him either as an FBI guy or as AJ Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him go with that. Yeah, that would be, be like, Dad, I am not going to military school. Like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that would work really good. Um, but yeah, but he did the Fargo show, they're saying here, which is, uh, um, he plays a crime lord in that, apparently, and it seems like it's a close uh, parallel to a Soprano's character like Tony. Interesting. But I just thought that was interesting. I, I wanted to throw that in. Hmm. Indiana Jones Fedora. Nice. And Harry Potter Wand. Mm. Among iconic movie props being auctioned next week but this Ooh. was published six days ago so it's actually this week whoa um it just seems like a lot of hollywood memorabilia is coming up for the to the auction block you know how much what are you, what are the figures what are you thinking the tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars i would be shocked if there's anything less than ten thousand dollars by the end of the auction i'm sure they start at like a hundred but i couldn't imagine people because it's auction it's made for raising money you know yeah um yeah yeah yeah. but i don't know maybe if you've got some spare cash i'm gonna buy the hat the fedora yeah why imagine being like this (laughs) is indiana jones's actual fedora that he wears in the movie okay well you can have the fedora i'm gonna save my money for the toyota supra from Fast and Furious, the one that Paul Walker drove. Okay. But sadly, it already sold for $550,000. See, so you can't buy it. So now you saved your money for nothing. You'll but have to buy the wand. I can just go to the, go who, go to the guy who bought it and say, I'll give you $550,000 and a penny. I don't think... And he'll be like, oh, of course. That is more money, so it is worth <laughs> more to me. I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would be like, yeah. Or she. We don't know. And... uh yeah, so this is the, the candy orange one, you know, that was super fast. Yep, super fast. Um, super fast. It's very cool. It was also in Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast for y'all. And uh, it's the it's the most expensive Toyota Supra ever sold. It's the... I would hope so. <laughs> if, if another one sold for more than $550,000. $550,000. That's how you do it. That's um, cool, though. I bet you that person is feeling cool when they're driving it around. I hope... They live near the Cedar Lee. And when we go see F10, it'll be right there in the parking lot. That would be sick. That would be sick. Um, but that does it for news. So ooh, I think we got through that pretty fast. Freak yeah. So we can move on to our speaking spotlight. Speaking of fast. Speaking of fast. Speaking of fast. That's how we do it. 
It's time to talk about the family. 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 We're going to talk about all ten Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Well, nine Fast and Furious movies and, and one Fast and Furious presents. spinoff presents. Uh, and we're just going to go in order. Yeah, Nick's going to take the reins on this because he is the, the oracle. He is the... <laughs> The oh, master, you know, he is. He knows everything about these movies. I'm a super fan, you could say. Me and Shea Serrano, if you know who that is. Shea Serrano, if you're watching, I love you. I love you, man. Your books are great. Uh, your podcasts are great. Uh, you're, you're a good guy. Family. Family. <laughs> Absolutely. Your family, um, Gay Serrano. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In 2001, it all starts off. The Fast and the Furious. I was but a babe mm. when this movie came out. Directed by Rob Cohen. <clears throat> and the Fast and the Furious. It is the beginning of... No one could have imagined Mm-mm. what this movie would have eventually turned into. It just... It's just a movie about street racing and cops and stealing DVDs. Right. So this movie, when it came out, wasn't... Uh, they weren't expecting a franchise. Oh. This was just the movie. It, it is what it is. Enjoy yeah. it, you know. And I also guess I want to preface this with saying, Nick has seen all these movies, you know, like at least twice for all of them. At least seven times Even for all of them. I've seen Tokyo Drift a lot. Okay. The one I've probably seen the least is the fourth one. Okay, okay. Well, he's seen them a lot. And this was my first time watching all of them. Maybe, yeah. to, as far as I know. In full, watching all of them all the way through. So, like, total two opposite ends of the spectrum here. I'm a well-oiled machine. I am a just-oiled machine. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Fast and Furious, it starts off. Paul Walker just plays Brian. He's a dude. He's a cop. Oh, but he's an undercover He's undercover, cop. and he's trying to get Dominic Toretto. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily. They think it's Dominic Toretto, but they right. know somebody's behind these big heists where they're going up to these huge trucks and they're on the road, uh, you know, holding them up and stealing the getting the DVD the players. DVDs players, brand new, brand spanking new yeah. DVD players, which uh, I mean, probably thousands of dollars today of DVD players. A lot of DVD players. Yes. Anyway, so he gets in there. He infiltrates. Joins up the street race crew with mm-hmm. Dom and his sister. And Vince. And Vince. Uh-huh. And Letty. And Jesse. Jesse! <gasps> Jesse! And they're all just kind of chilling, having a good time. Tensions rise, though. Oh, yeah. It's Vince suspects that Brian might be an undercover cop. Oh, he's a cop. He's a pig. He's going to squeal. He's a pig, man. And Dominic Toretto's like... <clears throat> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. And Brian's like, yeah, dude, I know. Brian's like, I owe you a 10-second car. Yeah, because he totally wrecked the one. Yeah. He's like, I found this one. It's kind of shitty, but it's got a good engine or something. (laughs) (laughs) He does that. He slaps it. He's like, all right, let's do it. And the thing that, I mean, I guess I'll get into it right now, but... uh, The race scene, I mean, it's the forefront of this film, is the race scene. Because as we see this franchise go on, it'll obviously fall to the background or not be in it at all. Um, I think, I still think there's a race in every movie, but anyway. But the race scene, there's a race, but it's not like a, 
it's two people driving. It's not necessarily, oh, we're having fun and racing each other. Okay, right. The race scene where it's like people betting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate those parts of these movies. Mm-hmm. I pre- really appreciate the like early 2000s aesthetic of the racing cars, like the candy orange Toyota Supra and stuff yeah, like that. Cool. The blue and green, you know, real harsh uh, clashing color, stuff like that. Um, that aesthetic in the cars, instead of, as we see later on, just the very high dollar, sleek looking, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, monsters of machines, but, you know, they're all very sleek and stylized. I like this kind of very personalized uh, touch on all these cars in these early films. Um, it adds another layer of enjoyment to it for me. Yeah, the cars are definitely a super cool little talking point um, throughout the movies. More less so in the later ones. They still mm-hmm. have like really cool cars in the later ones, but yeah. the early ones they have like the ones where you look at and you're like, whoa. That's and there's like, a like car. sometimes there's scenes dedicated to like look at the car. Yeah, they're like, hey, check this out, man. Yeah, look at the NAS on this thing. What kind of engine does he have? Let's break in and see what he's got. You know? If it, it, what's the thing where he's like, if I were to to have a thing would i do a this would i do a this oh, one or yeah. this one and he's like uh a a month, 12 a, and he's 12. like oh i didn't know pizza places made cars, <laughs> cars. <laughs> oh what a loser that guy idiot he doesn't know anything but that's not the first movie yeah that's in too fast that's in too fast anyway they f- they f- they find out that brian is a cop and they get mad they oh, get so, so mad. mad dominic Toretto so in, mad he fell in love with mia and mia's like how could you and he's like uh how dare you? I was so ready to have a baby with you, and now you're a cop. Ridiculous. So Ridiculous. anyway, they go to do a, a job, finally, another job. And they're like, I don't feel good about this one. But Dominic Toretto's like, no, we're doing the job. We're going to do it. And Family. They, <laughs> so they try to do the job, but Vince... Vince, he gets in some trouble because the guy that's driving the thing is like shotgun hour. And he's got like a reptile. But this is kind of the thing we knew that was kind of the the dramatic irony, I guess, broiling up to this point. Because we knew that the drivers were arming themselves because they had enough of being stuck up. They were going to fight back. But who's there to help save the day? (gasps) It's Brian. It's Brian. He came. He shows up. And he's like, "Let's save." Not as a cop, but as a as a as, family. as a family member. As a family member, shows up. They save him, mm-hmm. but he gets pretty messed up he gets messed on up. the arm. Yeah. But he'll be okay. And then he's calls in the police medevac mm-hmm. for him, and then he's like, "You need to leave." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And then. One of, one of the, probably one of the most iconic scenes in the whole franchise is their very end of the movie, the, their final drag race. Oh, and people come in the and then they shoot Jesse on the front lawn. <laughs> right, Jesse gets murdered. <laughs> Jesse gets murdered like right in the front lawn, like on the sidewalk in front of the house. Yes, great character. We miss Jesse. I miss Jesse very much. Why can't he come back? Imagine still past <laughs> eleven. They're like, oh, who is the who is the director? Oh my god, it's Jesse! It's Jesse, he didn't actually die. He's been the director from the Hobbs and Draw spinoff all along. That actually would be amazing. It would be amazing, it's true. <laughs> but but they're running away. Anyway, yes, they have this incredible drag race. Vin and uh, Paul. Right. And there's a train coming, and they're like, we're going to beat the train. Mm. And they do. They beat the train. They and they're like, holy crap, that was a sick drag race, man. And yeah. then, oh my gosh, there's a semi-truck. And then Dominic Toretto crashes into it. And 
flips over a bunch of times, mm. and the cops are coming, and Brian's like, listen, man, you take my car, and you can leave, and I'll take the fall. Mm. And he's like, family. Family. And then that's it. Movie ends. That was it. Right there. No that's more Fast and Furious. A one and done, you guys. That was it. Until... 2003 until the second best song in the franchise second best song yeah what's the Too first bad. oh right okay <laughs> uh too fast too furious yes the second installment directed by john singleton which guys i gotta say if you are were like me or are like i was um and knew nothing about the series except for like trailers and stuff this one can be a little uh, uh, put you off balance a bit because Brian is the only other than some of the cop FBI guys. Right. Um, Brian is the only character who comes through right. from the first movie. No Letty, no Dominic Toretto, Mm-mm. no Mia. Not even a, a cameo. In nope. This movie. Nothing. Completely gone. It's just Brian. He's in Miami now. Yeah. Being a police officer or a FBI agent. Yes, yes, yes. And they're trying to take down. I forget his name. He's trying like to take down the drug dude. Matthew McConaughey, drug man. Yep. And it's not Matthew He's like, well, I'm going to need a teammate because this guy thinks that a pizza place makes cars. Yeah, he's stupid. So he's like, I know a dude from my past. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he meets up with Tyrese. Ro- yeah, Roman. But yeah, but Tyrese is his name. Right. Well, Roman is his name in the movie. Yes, but Tyrese, but is, Tyrese the, the is the human's name. the human's name that <laughs> plays him. And uh, they get in a tussle, and they fight. It's kind of a, He's like, Brian, you got me arrested. It's kind of a thing in these movies of Brian always getting in tussles, and like not full fights, but just kind of like wrestling and maybe throwing a few punches. Gets in a lot of tussles, like all the way to like the sixth movie. I don't think he gets in a ton of tussle in the seventh, but up mm, up to then. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I I just realized I totally skipped over the. There's a big race scene right at the beginning at Too Fast, Too Furious mm. with. Uh, Brian and Tej is right at the beginning. Yeah, Tej played yes. by Ludacris. Yeah. Um, you had... Recurring character. You, you had Ja Rule in the first one, and then Ludacris comes back, and he's here to stay. Yeah. He's in most of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, most of them. Mm. Uh, they have a cool race. Suki. I wish Suki would come back. Me too. She can be the director. She was super cool. Everyone yeah. liked Suki, um, but I guess... I don't know. Maybe she just didn't want to Yeah, maybe she... Anymore. Maybe it was her. I don't know. I don't know. She had cool cars, though. Yep. Anyway, the cool race at the beginning. Anyway, they go to take down the dude. There's a intense moment where he puts a rat on a dude, on a dude's yes. stomach, and is like, puts the bucket on him and heats it up, and he's like, yeah. the rat has nowhere to go but down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the rat starts scratching him and biting him. And he's and like, ah, I'll tell you everything I know. I'm a crooked cop. And he's like, I'll get the window. I'll get you your window. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you will. And, but luckily, window. Brian and Roman have been able to keep their cover through all this. Mm-hmm. And they're in with them. And then they make an incredible plan. Oh, just fantastic. For the, for the day of the, to do the thing. So they go, they get the money. And the plan is to go to, like, the airstrip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then catch they... him in the act. And the FBI will come out, the whole, like, SWAT team. Yeah. And they'll catch him. They they go and the cops are chasing them. The cops are interfering with the the customs, mm-hmm. whatever their plan. So they have a plan to like drive around and they drive into these this like garage and then like two hundred cars come yeah. out of the 
garage. It's and like it's a big scramble. It's honestly like a highlight of not only that movie, but like for me, the series. Yeah, I love it, that scramble. It's a really cool it's awesome. moment. And there's just a big scramble with a whole bunch of really cool cars and the mm-hmm. cops chasing everyone. And they're trying to look for the cars that they were driving. They find them and they catch them. But oh. reveal, it's not them in the cars They anymore. did the whole switcheroo. They did a switcheroo on them and they swapped up. Yeah. And now they're just free riding on the highway. Mm. And he's like, let's go to the airstrip. And the one dude's like, who said anything about an airstrip? I only told one person about the airstrip. And that was the girl police officer who is also undercover. <gasps> so he's like, I know she's up to it. I'm going to kill all of you. Let's go, lady, onto the boat. Yeah, and they get on the boat. And then they're, Brian and Roman are in the car. And they're like, well, how do we get on the boat? We're on a car. I have an idea. <laughs> and Brian's like, I got this. And Roman is like, whoa, we can't do that. Can't. You're, crazy. You're crazy. And Brian's like, hold on, man. And he hits the NAS and he's like... Whoa. And he freaking drives the car off a ramp and crashes it onto the boat. Onto the boat. And the only guy with the gun gets hit off the boat, so it's cool. Yeah, he flies off. And luckily he doesn't crash and, like, sink it or just kill anybody just by driving a car into, like... It's not like a yacht. I mean, it's a big boat, but it's not like a huge boat. Right. You know, it's like... The it, car fits well on it. Yeah, it's, like, about the size of a the car is, like, right fitting on it. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> But it's tall. It has it's multiple tall. floors. It's got, floor. it's got like a basement. Tall boat. Do you call that a basement on a boat? What do you call that? It's got a The deck. lower deck. The lower deck, yeah. Basement. The basement. <laughs> Go to the basement. <laughs> uh, anyway, they get the dude, and they're like, yay, we got the dude. I'm going to kill you, fucker. And he's like, I'll get out. And yeah. he's like, he's not going to get out. And then Brian's like, oh, he'll get out. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. And Roman's like, he's not going to get out, right? He's like, oh, we got to return all this money. And it's like, is this all the money? It's like, yeah, your sentence is cleared. He's yep. like, okay, then here's all the money. I was keeping it in case you were lying. Yep. And then he's like, what do we do now? And he says something like... We stole money. Yeah, he's like, we stole a bunch <laughs> of money again. Yes. And so now they are officially have money. Yep, good for them. Good for them. And, and then the movie, the movie ends. ends. Really great stuff. You get to meet Tej and Roman in this one, uh, who will become prominent characters yeah, they later in the series. Forever. Um, and I think Too Fast, Too Furious is one of the more underrated movies of the franchise, in I, my opinion. Yeah, if we really want to get into the weeds about it, I think Too Fast, Too Furious um, won me with just the whiplash of not expecting it, you know? Because I knew Tokyo Drift was a lot different. Mm-hmm. I was ready for that one. But this one I wasn't really prepared for, so it just threw me for a loop a little bit. Yeah. That, I think, hampered my experience just a tiny bit, especially not knowing also that Roman would stay or right. Antej. I thought it was just there, all these characters were going to disappear forever, and then Brian would just come back, you know? Yeah. So I wish I had known that Roman and Tej were here to stay, um, and that Suki was not <laughs> here to stay. Rip Suki. But, but I definitely think it, it is one of the most peak and valley of the films. Like, the great moments are great, but I think the bad moments and a lot of the in-between, like, cop stuff. Like, the really annoying antagonist cop, I hated in this film. I really thought he brought the movie down. Yeah, okay. Not just the character, but the actor as well, I just didn't enjoy. Okay. So this is probably the most up and down of them all, I think. Okay. Interesting. Even though it has one of my favorite moments in the entire franchise. I know. That scramble. How about that? Yeah. Um. So, do you want to go in... Chronological. Chronological How order? I experienced these films yes. was I made sure that Justin here yes. watched the movies in chronological order because i think that it makes 
them better. Or, yes, it makes it, it's better to watch it the first time in chronological order, I think. At this point, if you don't know enough, I would say I probably agree. Right. And to do that, you would watch the first two we just talked about, and then you would skip Tokyo Drift, and you would go straight to Fast and Furious from 2009, directed by Justin Lin, who is, like, the father of this franchise. He's directed, like, half of the movies. But his first was the third one. His first was Tokyo Drift. Yeah. But he did Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast Six, and then he came back for Fast Nine. Just mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But Fast and Furious is the next chronologically. It starts off. They're doing another heist on a yeah on a trucker dude, but it's like some sort of like chemical or something, whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it's the whole crew. They got they got Dom, they got Brian, they got Letty, they got Han. Yes, Han is there, and I was just like, who's Han? And Han is just there. Explain to me. And they're like, yo, let's get it. And a lot of crazy stuff happens. It blows up, whatever. Are the Spanish brothers there? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, and them. Yeah. They do it, whatever. Cool. Then they're like, chilling, and Letty's like, I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> that is what they're she's And Don like looks like, I... I and then, oh my gosh, Letty is dead. Uh, oh no. Now, who would do this? You don't want to cross Vin Sorrento or. <laughs> not Vin Dominic Toretto. Dominic Toretto. You don't cross He's Dominic a dangerous Toretto. man. He almost beat a man to death with a, with a pipe uh, a wrench. Or a wrench, yeah. A monkey wrench. <laughs> um, so, so he'll get you. Yeah, so him and Brian kind of team up, kind of. Brian's still in the FBI in this movie. Yes, yes. He This is the one where he punches the guy in the nose sometimes, right? right? And, yeah, yeah. And he works to try to take down uh, the new, like, lead, like, uh, cartel leader Drug dude. man. They get together. They're him and uh, Dominic Toretto. They're doing a job, and they meet the guy that they think killed Letty. Yeah. And Dominic hatches a plan, and he confronts him, and he's like, yeah, I did it, stupid bitch. Uh, I'd do it again if she was still alive. And then Dominic Trader was like, oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, a bunch of crazy stuff happens. The fourth one is just, I don't know. It, it's it's hard one to remember. Yeah, so they're across the border at that point. And um, that's when that confrontation happens, right? Right. And he blows up, like, all their cars, and they make their escape. Yeah. And they're going across the thing, and they're going through, like, these mines, which is a pretty cool sequence. Yeah. Um, especially when they're using the cars to, like, hit the beams that cause, like, the mine to collapse in certain mm-hmm. areas. I think that's pretty cool. Obviously, they're at a disadvantage because they they've only been through the mines once, but these other guys have made a bunch of passes and stuff. Yeah. But luckily, that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> And they're totally fine at the end. Right. They're um, the best. The best. Dominic Toretto. So, yeah. I don't I don't remember the drug kingpin's name, but there was kind of like a bait and switch where you thought it was this really old dude. But it's not. Um, but it's not. It's, it's the actually guy the they've one been dealing dude. with the yeah. whole time. Mm. And it's the one who's friends with Wonder Woman. Right. And Gal Gadot is in this movie. Yes. This is the first movie that she ever was in mm-hmm. ever. She's good. Uh, yeah. So, Fast and Furious, once again, another Gave amazing thing. They DC Comics. Created. Yeah. Yeah. It created DC, so that's really cool. <laughs> that is cool. Um, so yeah, there's that bait and switch, but eventually they get to him, and he he does get killed, right? In this one, 
Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they go through the mines again, then they, like, go out into the desert, and mm-hmm. then they have a big driving crash thing, and then I think he gets shot. I w- yeah, I want to say or, he like, blows up or something. Shot or blows up or something. And then Brian and Dominic are, like, family. Family. <laughs> and that's that's that. And they're sad that Letty's dead. Yeah, they're like, Letty's dead, and that sucks, and oh, boo-hoo. What are you going to do? And then in 2011, Justin Lin comes back again. Mm-hmm. He brings us Fast Five, one of the greatest movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast Five, just incredible. It's the first movie where it just brings everybody together. I would say Fast Five is also probably the breaking off point of separating the two halves of this franchise from the more street level. Right. To now we're getting to like international spy level. Yeah. You know, like how we are in the recent films. Right. Um, this is like probably smack dab in the riddle of middle for good reason because it is smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Um, of small scale and large scale. Yes, it's very good. So they have a job. They need to do a job. Mm-hmm. They need to take down the... The, the another drug dude <laughs> that has a lot of money. He does. He has so much. They're going to take him down, so they're going to get their team. They get everybody. We got Brian, Dominic, Toretto, Roman, Tej, Han, Han yeah. Giselle, which is oh, yeah, Giselle character, character, and the, the Spanish dudes. Isn't it like Santos and uh, Leo? Maybe. Maybe. Something like that. They're anyway, they're though. just funny dudes. Yeah. And that's the crew. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure, let's do it. But Agent Hobbs of the (gasps) DSS. Some weird thing. Something like that. Played by The Rock. The Rock shows up. And he's tracking them down Mm -hmm. because he's going to stop them. Yep. And he enlists the help of Agent... Elena? Elena. Well, yeah. it's not Agent Elena would be but, her last name, yeah, but Elena is the name of the character. Anyway, enlist her help to try to help track him down, too. Yeah, she she's more of like a beat cop, and they're like, oh, why do you want her? It's like, because oh, she's got the drive, because her husband was killed, and she's she knows what it's like to yeah. lose somebody. Um, So he's kind of tracking him down throughout the whole movie. And he's really good at it. He is, he is really good. He almost gets him almost. the one time. And there's a really awesome sequence where they're running on the rooftops in Rio. Because, mm-hmm. of course, you have to go through the favelas. And then right. And they're running away from uh, Hobbs or whatever, and they're doing all the stuff, and they escape. And then Mia is tells Brian. By the way, Brian and Mia, they're back together now. Yeah, they're in love. Um, they're back together, and Mia's pregonate. <laughs> um, she is. She's like, day. I'm pregonate, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" And Dominic Toretto's like, "Our family just got a little bit bigger." Oh yeah, family. and they're like, "This is super great." Um, and then maybe the single greatest action set piece of all time. Well, hold on. I just want to get to the point that um, their original plan, which they're kind of like doing for like the whole movie, is to get a really small car. That they can drift through to like pass all the security cameras, right? Yeah, so yeah. that they can like get it. So like they spend like twenty minutes on this, right? Of like we need to get the right car and have the right driver who can like get it and not be seen by any yeah, security cameras. cameras. And they end up being like, "This isn't gonna work. Yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> so let's just blow it up." So they're like, "You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get our cars. We're gonna we're gonna drive. We're gonna drive in there, 
and we're going to hook our cars up to the mm-hmm. giant safe, and we're just going to pull it out of the wall yeah. and just drag it through the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. And they just drag the safe through the city, and it's rolling and crashing through things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Probably countless unseen casualties. Yes, the people that are just standing on the sidewalk are most definitely just cut in half yeah. by the cables. <laughs> the cables of this uh, It bolt. causes mass destruction, mm-hmm. but it is amazing to watch. And it is mostly practical. Yeah. They had a dude... In, like, this half-car roll cage thing, and they put him inside of the safe, and he would just, like, drove behind them and, mm. like, flipped and stuff. Yeah. That's why it looks super cool. Yeah, I think we mentioned it in our favorite action scenes episode. I'm pretty sure this made it on there. Oh, yeah. Um, this it's scene. one of the best. It's awesome. Like, seriously, just watch that scene. It's, it's great. It's one of the best. They get to a long runway, and they're not they're not going to be able to make it. Mm-mm. So Dominic Toretto is like, Brian, you got a kid coming? You go. I'll stay. Family. Yeah, family. And Brian's like, ah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes. And then Dominic Toretto does what only Dominic Toretto can do. And he kills like 30 police officers. <laughs> yeah. Corrupt police officers. Right. They're on the take. He just drifts the the safe into him and mm-hmm. absolutely crushes their yeah. vehicles um this is also the movie with the unkillable goon who shows up like oh, 40 right. times and should be dead like 40 times in this right, movie yeah. but he always crawls out yeah, and he's like, like multiple ah. shootouts and crashes and he's like i'm back i'm back um <laughs> yeah um and then dominic toretto is gonna get caught, but then Brian shows back up and he's like, mm-hmm. "I save, I save you." And then Hobbs is like, "What's up, guys? Thanks for helping me take down the dude." Yeah, he's like, "All right, pretzel dick. Here's how it goes. I give you one day to get twenty four hours, twenty four hours, and then, and then I'm coming for your ass. I'm gonna hunt you down, bitch and nugget." He's like, "Toretto, I'll be seeing you." And he's like, "Family, no, you won't." <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then they go away. Also, yeah. important, Dominic Toretto and Elena, the police officer, they start kind of – they kind of form a relationship. Yeah, because Elena, the officer, lost her husband and Dominic obviously lost Letty. So they have something to bond right. over. And she had his necklace. That as well. So that he takes well. it back from her and then mm-hmm. they have sex. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway. Family sex. And then well, turns out – you know, What? Yeah, family sex. Family <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's not yeah. Fast and Furious. No, no, that's no, not no. what FF stands for. And so they leave the safe there, and then they're like, "Okay, cool." And Family fornication. It's like, "All right, let's open the safe." Opens the safe. <gasps> it's empty. It's a duplicate safe from their old plan, right? Yeah. So he could practice opening it. Yeah. And then cut. They're all in their little hideout. Cool music plan. We're millionaires. <laughs> yeah. They open it up. Boom like 12 million dollars yeah and they're all like oh yeah baby mm-hmm. and then it's a little montage of them all having fun with their monies is this the one where tej and roman both buy the same car yeah they're like there's yeah. only there's only one in the northern hemisphere oh guess there's two yeah <laughs> good good stuff yeah. and then um the brothers are playing their gambling and they're doing the roulette game mm. and he's like no i put it all on green or whatever, and then it, you watch the ball yeah, roll yeah. around, and you're like, oh, what's going to land on? But oh, it doesn't show you. I don't know. So, I'm assuming they hit. 
I think they. I'm hit assuming it. they didn't. No, I think they did. Okay, <laughs> I think they definitely did. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fast Five, incredible movie. Maybe this is the point where we can talk about some of the relationships between the family. Okay, you know, so you have um, Han and Giselle at this point are right. A yeah, thing. they. Yeah, they like each other. They, they have like feelings each for they each got, other. They caught feelings for each other, and they're they're a great pair. I oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're awesome. Um, Brian's obviously the closest to uh, Dominic Toretto, but he Dominic Toretto really is the glue who like has the rapport with everybody. You know, Dom's there, and he has like a direct relationship to everybody in the group. Basically, um, anybody else can sometimes be a little bit secondary. Um, with the I guess the exclusion of Roman being Brian's direct. Uh, Mm-hmm. connection yeah but despite this they all get along super well and i feel like that most of the time they have great chemistry all with each other oh yeah um and it really shines in this movie specifically especially when everyone's taking their turns drifting around the track yeah that just seems like a kind of almost just like a hanging out vibe between all of them even though it's like a super important job yeah um but i guess the reason why this movie is so popular and so well done is just because it nails like every single part of it the cool cars the chemistry between the characters and the likable characters, the action sequences, you know. And the family. The stakes and the and the Hobbs. People like the Hobbs. And Hobbs, yeah. He really, really revitalizes the franchise, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah. And then, to continue in the chronological order, we mm-hmm. go to 2013, Fast and Furious 6, also directed by Justin Lin. Uh, he's really killing it. He's on a tear. Uh, Fast and Furious 6 introduces Shaw. <gasps> Owen Shaw as the main Owen villain. Shaw. Who's Owen Shaw? I don't know. Owen Shaw. So he's like there and he's like, I am going to do things. Yeah. But, oh, there's an after credit scene of I, Fast I Five. I was wondering if we would mention it. Yeah. Where we find out that Letty is actually alive. There's pictures of her. <gasps> <gasps> no. That they printed out the girl from Fast 2. Yeah. So, beginning of Fast Fury 6, Hobbs. He, he comes and he uh he meets up with Dominic Toretto and Elena, who are now sleeping together. Yeah. He's like, listen, this is Letty. We have to go get You're her. to come work for me. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yes, of course. And even Elena's like, yeah, yep, you should. It's my husband, I would. So yep. go. So he goes, and they, they have a little action sequence, and he finds Letty is working with Owen Shaw, bad guy. Why? Letty, Why? <sighs> Why would you do this, my love? And uh, Owen Shaw's created these, like, really, like, skinny cars. Like, that, spa- spla- uh, spatula cars. Yeah, and they just, if they just drive right into cars and just send them flying. Send them going. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Very agile. Mm. And he has a whole team of very skilled drivers. They get totally, the the family gets totally family duped gets by him. And, uh, keep wanting to say Vin. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> Confronts Letty. Yes. Like, what are you doing, Letty? <laughs> I think she only shoots once. <laughs> but Letty shoots him. Oh, my gosh. Why? Letty, why? Letty, why would you do this? And then we get a scene with Letty and the, her crew. Or not her crew, but with Owen's crew. Yes. And he's like, who is that guy? I don't know who that guy is. Oh, really? Why is this picture you're at dinner together? Well, I don't remember that. I don't remember anything before the accident. Oh. <gasps> So Letty is totally blank slate. She doesn't remember a thing. She's got amnesia. In the Furious. This is so terrible. How are they going to fix this? Well, let me tell you how. (laughs) 
It rhymes with family. Is it family? Family is how they fix it. Yeah. Kind of. They don't really fix it until like two movies later. Right. But Dominic Toretto, he lays the groundwork. Yes. So they decide that they're going to get together and they're going to stop Owen Shaw. Owen Shaw. So they go to the epic, endless, infinite runway of doom. <laughs> they go to a runway that's at least a, a thousand miles. <laughs> it's very, very long. But who cares? Because it's awesome. So you have a plane that we looked up. It goes at like 163 miles per hour or something for takeoff. And the scene's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. So it's a long, long, long runway. Yeah. But there's 20 minutes might even be too short. It's a yeah. long scene. And they're trying to escape with like whatever the thing is. And it's the, it's a it's the old crew, you know. It's, yep, it's got, the whole crew. Yeah. You know, you know the drill. The whole crew's together. They're having fun. They're they're in their cars chasing down the plane. They're like shooting harpoons in it and stuff, trying to keep the plane from taking off. Mm. They're having sweet epic fights on the plane. Yeah. And then the car stuff going on off the plane. And then tragically, <gasps> during this part, oh, no. Giselle. Sacrifices, sacrifices herself, herself to, to save, save Han. Han, and she flies off there, and there's a crash into yeah, the ground and dies. There's a guy coming up. She's hanging off the edge of the like the plane or the car or whatever. Yeah, and they're going super fast. So if she falls, she'll die. But there's a guy who's going to come up and like stab or shoot Han or something, and so she has to let go so she can pull out her gun and shoot him, and she does it. So she saves Han, but at uh, at what cost? Right. So she falls and she dies. It's very sad. Han is very broken up. Um, but alternatively, everyone else is doing great. Yeah, everyone else killing They're bringing it. bringing the plane down. They're crashing yeah. things. The whole plane crashes into the ground and explodes. Yeah. But OMG, Dominic Toretto was in the crash in his car. <gasps> oh, no. And everyone's standing there holding each other like, OMG, Dominic Toretto. Dominic and then dead. he comes walking out of the fire like. Yeah. Doesn't cough or nothing. He inhales he's all like, that smoke and he's just like, yep. mm. he's like, family. Family invigorates me. And they're like, OMG, this is so great. And then Flames Mia, me. of all people, Mia mm-hmm. is the one who's like, where's Giselle? And Han yes. is like, ah. He can't then, even eat. He's so distraught. Yes. He's like trying to shove chips <laughs> into his fat face and he's, they're just falling out because of tears. And then they all get really sad that Giselle died. Yeah. But then... You know, everything's okay. And also, Mia has her baby, like, early in the movie. Right. And they have the baby, and Brian's like, OMG, I need to be there for my kid. Uh, our baby, what was it? Ple- Pledger? Pledgling? What was the baby's name? What is the baby's name? I do not remember his baby's name. Jack? Jack sounds good. Jack I think sounds that's good. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. I know Toretto's kid's Ooh. name. <gasps> Toretto's kid. Oh, sorry. That's a spoiler, <laughs> That's for, a spoiler. for the eighth movie. My well, bad. But we have to move on. Uh, we have to... Chronologically. Chronologically. So there's an after credit scene of Fast and Furious 6, but you cannot, you can not watch that or it will ruin Tokyo Drift. Guys, your Tokyo Drift experience will be so different if you watch it. You cannot. Do not watch the after credit scene for Fast and Furious 6 Can't until stress that after enough. you watch Tokyo Drift. Do not watch so it. So you watch 6, don't watch the after credit scene. Yes. Then you watch... Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift from 2006. Well, actually, don't you want to watch the first 10 minutes of 7 and then <laughs> stop it and then watch 3 
and then watch the end credit scene <laughs> of six and then go back to seven. If you want to get real technical with it, yes. yes. That's the way you do it. But for all purposes here, just watch six. Don't watch the credit scene. Watch Tokyo Drift. I can't wait. Let's get talking about it. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift starts off. We got Lucas Black. Well, what's the, what's the year in the... Oh, 2006 in an, for the first movie that's directed by Justin Lin. So this is way back in 2006. We just came from 2013, right? Uh, yes. Um, so that's the chronological order. And it's supposed to take place after Fast and Furious 6. And Fast and Furious 6 takes place in 2013, I think. Right, which creates some timeline issues. The, it really gets a little strange. Um, it's part of why I But it, it doesn't matter. Because Tokyo Drift is sweet. We got Lucas Black. He plays Sean. Hmm. Sean. He plays Sean. Sean. He's uh, just your average... <laughs> 17 year old he's 17 <laughs> and he looks like he's 35 okay guys listen i guess we'll get into it when we get to the next movies but he's 23 i want to say in this movie when he's supposed to be set playing a 17 year old so that's six years but he looks like an old 23 year old he's yes he really does so he's like balding already the very first scene i i love this movie the very first scene it's like him and this jock guy and he's like Oh, I'll, I'll race you, and it's like, oh, well, I'll race you for the car. He's like, oh, I don't want your car. So the jock's girlfriend goes, you guys can race, and the prize, whoever wins, gets me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just the guy's like, okay, I'll put my girlfriend up for sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they race, and they're going through like this weird like construction area. They're building homes, and uh, Sean has a tough time of it, but. He's, like, literally destroying all of these houses <laughs> in construction. Uh, but he wins. But he wins at the end of the day. And doesn't get the girl, Doesn't though. get the girl, Doesn't though. get the girl. Because he goes to... Prison. Well, technically, he doesn't win. Because they both crash. Right, they crash. But they he crash. was going to win. He was going to win. The guy just had a temper tantrum. And yeah, and he's like, like me, 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 And they both crash, and Lucas is going to go to prison, and the rich dude is not. So are we calling rich. him Lucas or Sean? Oh, well, just like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Everyone knows who we're talking about, right? I don't know if they do, but yes. Well, I hope you do. Um, so but, his mother comes in. Yeah, and he's like, listen. Sean, you little bitch. We can't keep moving every time you get in trouble. By the way, Sean has a very, very thick southern accent. He's from Alabama. <laughs> so thick. It's... So he's like, mama, what you talk about? I can't go back. I, I, what, they don't got no cars in Tokyo. <laughs> I don't know what I'd be doing over there. The alleyways are so small, I can't even fit my 51 Chevy out there. <laughs> You're going to go live they with got your those, dad. They got those vending machines that sell them girls' panties. Now, what do you think about that, mother, mama? I'm just a, I'm just a little Bama boy. That's my online handle. <laughs> underscore Bama underscore boy. Bama boy. So he goes live with his dad. He's like, you've had no, you're always racing. You've only had your license for like a year, presumably, but you've raced so much and we've moved so much in a single year that you got to go to Tokyo with your dad who is in the Navy, which is very subtle, guys. It's actually very subtle that he's in the Navy. (laughs) But if you look every single scene the dad is in, he's in from head to toe, uh, an outfit that says Navy all over it. But if you're not paying attention, you can miss that. Right, yeah. It's it's easy to miss. Yeah, but it's the it goes about from his belly button to his nipples. It just says Navy in big black letters. Yep. And uh, his dad is a 
hiring prostitutes, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he just lives in a shack instead of on a base or something. Yep. And the his son, who presumably doesn't know any Japanese, just goes to a Japanese school instead of... I don't know how yeah. it works, but I don't think that's I, yeah. how so it he's works. Like, goes there. But there's other American people there, so it's cool. There's a surprising amount of American people at this Japanese <laughs> high school. <laughs> One of them being... Twinkie, Twinkie, who people love to call Twink. They love to call him Twink. They're like, hey, Twink. Hey, Twink. I love your Hulk car. (laughs) Also, he has a Hulk car that he gets from the Japanese vending machine. Yes, which is just pretty amazing. And Sean's like, boy, howdy. Now, this is a... a Vehicle. Vehicle, the allure device. And so Twink is like, here, let's go have some fun. But his dad... I remember his dad is like, you go to school, and then you come home. You don't touch any cars. No racing. So, whatever. They go to a race. But mm. racing in Tokyo is a little different. It's a little different. He's not prepared. It's no 10-second races out here in Tokyo. So they're chilling, and he's getting all the experience. And who's there other than Han? Han. He's eaten. He finally went to Tokyo after him and Gal Gadot said that that's where they were going to go. Yeah, he got over it because he's got like four women on him. He's got hoes. <laughs> he's got... A lot. Um, he's eating his chips. So he's chilling. And he's like, Lucas is like, I want to race the Drift King. And he's like, you don't got a car to race the Drift King, you you dip. And then Han is like, you can race my car. And, and he's, he's like, like okay, <laughs> sure. He's like, yeah, just don't break it. And he's, and like, he's I like, I can do that. Yeah, I'll win the race. And they're like, hey, have you ever drifted before? And he's like, what's drifting? <laughs> what drifting? That sounds homosexual. And he's like. Okay, give me the rundown on how to drift. He's like, pull that e-brake, and then twisty, twisty. And he's like, all right, I got this. And he gets totally schooled by the Drift King. And he absolutely destroys Han's car. Like, it's, it's basically in pieces by the end of it. It's very bad. Very embarrassing. So Han then uh, hi- doesn't hire him, but he makes enlists him, him. Enlists him to do some jobs for him to help pay back his yeah. car. Do some jobs for the Yakuza. Yes. Um, they do some jobs. It gets a little sticky. Mm-hmm. A little sticky. Sh- Sean starts kind of getting a thing for the DK girl. Yeah. You uh-huh. Know? And who, he don't like that. Who is, it's kind of weird because the Drift King... So the Drift King's grandmother had raised his girlfriend from like a child. And now they're dating. That's just a detail. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's it, but everything's okay, though. Yeah, it's fine. Family. Um, all the while, Han is teaching uh, Sean how to drift. Yeah, and he's like, hey, you know why I came to Japan? Uh, Japan is my Mexico. Yep. That's a big thing for him. Which will be very important in one of the future movies. It won't be. Um, anyway, she's not a drift, whatever. They learn how to drift, and then they have a, a, a deal that goes bad. Mm-hmm. And the Drift King is like, rah, 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 rah. exactly. And he's like, I'm going to shoot you, Han. And they're like, we have to get out of here. He's like, what? You can't do this to me just because I'm a guy, Gene. <laughs> I got I got Levi's. I got Wranglers. Of course, I'm a, a Gene guy. We put the noun first. <laughs> um. And then we have this super awesome chase sequence through the streets of Tokyo um, where they're all drifting around. Lucas and Han are drifting around trying to outrun the DK and Mm -hmm. other Yakuza. Yeah. 
there's a crazy moment where they get to like that big square in Tokyo where like all the people yeah, always are. Like Shibuya or whatever or Shinjuku or something like that. Yeah, I think Shibuya, I think you're right. Okay, okay. Um and they're in like that, that big square where everyone's walking all the yeah, time. Yeah, and everyone's pulled out their flip phones because it's twenty thirteen. Yeah, everyone's got their flip phones ready <laughs> and they're like, oh, sweet. Look at these cars driving. Mm. They're driving fast. No, oh, my gosh. There's a pretty cool scene, though, yeah, where they drift through the crowd and the crowd like right, yeah. opens the up. The crowd spreads apart for like them, a, obviously, uh, and they drift yeah. through them. It's sweet. Mm. But then, as they're driving, Han blindsided, blindsided oh. by this car and flips over, and it's really nasty wreck, and he's under, he's in the car, and he's all like, yeah. And then, but his car's dripping nas, mm-hmm. and it catches flame, and then Han blows up, blows up, and he dies dead. This is why you need to watch. I had no idea him in chronological. Order. I had no idea. I was like, "Oh, Han, he's so cool," and this is his first movie. And I'm like, "Oh, this is why it's not chronological," because everyone loved Han, so they're like, "He needs to come back," but he's dead. Yep. Um. So just really amazing. I I never got to experience this, but like, wh- what were your feelings? Explain to me your head when you saw the car explode. Well, it was uh, when the car first flipped and I saw Han, because here's the thing. People don't get messed up in this movie. If they crash, they're fine. They don't get dirty. They don't get little scratches. They just get out of the car. So very at first, the first thing that happens is the car's upside down and Han's bleeding. And that alone was like, why is Han bleeding? <laughs> that doesn't happen in these movies. Right. And so from there, I was just like, what is going on? And then I saw the drip and there was the fire and I was like, this isn't like happening. And then it exploded and I was just like, ah, Han, he's dead. Yeah, you've grown to love him for three move, three whole movies. And I feel like I had a, a very special experience because I'm one of the few people I, I assume. Yeah. Who's had this experience of getting to know the character first and then having him taken away from me. And it was honestly, it, I thought it would make me hate the movie, but I don't just because the movie's so funny. <laughs> but uh, it, it was very, very, it actually was affecting. I mean, throughout, I will say this throughout the whole series, that was probably the thing that got me the most because I watch it chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, of course, Paul Walker, because that's right in the real seventh life. movie. Yeah. Um. So that is something that happens, and then mm-hmm. they get away, and Lucas is like, I'm going to drift, have a drift off with the Drift King on his drift hill. Well, no, he says, I'm going to have a drift off with the Drift King on his drift hill. Yep, that's what he's going to do. I um, reckon. In front of the Yakuza boss. Yeah, to boss get man. respect. Because he's like, oh, you already beat him once, so why don't you challenge him again, bitch? Yeah, why don't you just, why it should be easy. Yeah. So they have their race, and uh, Lucas Black wins. He wins. He beats the Drift King. So now he's the new Drift King. Now he's the new Donkey Kong. And he gets the girl. Mm-hmm. The girl. And Twinkie is like, <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm the Twink Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I love you, Twink. The end of the movie is they're back at their little drift off mm-hmm. thing. And Twink is like, I'm a Twink, and there's someone here to... Well, he's not Southern. (laughs) He's like, there's someone here to race you, Sean. He's he's like, I don't feel like racing today. He says he knew Han. You reckon? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Butterman, 
that button, call me a biscuit. Yeah, that's all you had to say there. That's all you had to say, partner. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Dagnabbit, this is more fun than a hoedown in July. I reckon. <laughs> so, Black Phillip. <laughs> I reckon you had a mighty great fall there, my friend. Indeed. You were going to look like home in the morning, in the early hours. Sometimes I wake up, I go out to the barn, and I get on my favorite horse, and I say, ride! And I say, uh, this is my second favorite type of Mustang. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Uh, he gets ready for the race. I Who pulls up other than Dominic Toretto? Pulls up, he's like... Oh yeah, I'm gonna race you, and he's in his little muscle car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Go!" And then the movie ends. <gasps> yes. Oh, who wins the race? We will find out in the seventh movie, which oh, we're oh, gonna oh, talk oh, about right now. Right now, in 2015, Furious Seven comes out, directed by James Wan. They switched up Justin Lin after directing four movies in a row. They switched up and they brought in James Wan mm-hmm. from Conjuring fame. Uh, Furious Seven, good movie, really good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Fear 7 starts off. Oh, wait, now you can watch the, af- the after credit yes. scene of six. So what happens in that one is we're back in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's the scene. It's Han's death where they're racing again. They, they race, but as they're racing, we're getting, uh, radio chatter, radio chatter yeah. from inside of another vehicle and someone's listening in. They're mm-hmm. making a move. Yeah. What's going on? What? The car that the person is in listening to the radio crashes into Han. <gasps> it was a setup? What? Who walks out in front of Han's car but... Jason Statham, also known as Deckard, Deckard Shaw. Shaw. He's on the phone. He says, Dominic Toretto, you don't oh. know me. You're about to. We get to do the southern accent for Lucas. We get to do your <laughs> British accent for Shaw. <laughs> and then the car blows up. OMG. Deckard Shaw killed. He moited him. Han, this is unforgivable. Killed. I killed him. <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> with a car. Or with a flame. With a, a gun is a explosion that propels metal. And what is a car exploding except metal being propelled by an explosion? There you go. <laughs> um, so that's our introduction to him. And then Fear 7 starts off. It's Deckard Shaw. He's talking to somebody. But who? Who's he talking to? You know, our dad. Or wait, he's British. You know, uh, Pop. <laughs> what do they say? Papa. <laughs> used to beat the shit out of me and I defended you. Yeah. Little brother. <gasps> it's Owen Shaw. He survived. The I'm Deckard Shaw and you're Owen Shaw and you just barely survived the crash. He's real messed up, though. He's in the hospital. I shall avenge thee, brother. And he's like, yeah. you're still alive. I'll avenge you. And then he walks, he starts walking away and there's a bunch of nurses cowering in the corner like, ah. and he absolutely demolished this hospital. And like, there's then, guards just on the yeah. ground. And yeah, it's a sweet scene where he's like walking through the hospital and mm. it's just showing that like, he just killed everybody to get, through, yeah. to get to him. And then he's like walking out or whatever. And he looks super badass. And then it's like, it's furious seven time, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And they're like, this is super crazy. And then uh, Brian and Mia 
they're at the house. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice uh, Dominic Toretto's there too. They have they're at their house, and they're chilling. And they're like, okay, let's take Jack to school. Jack was their dad's name, so it probably was Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, take Jack to school. And Dominic Toretto comes in. He's like, here's a car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he likes these kinds of cars. Mm. The red one. Or the muscle or whatever. Right. Yeah. He lo- he's going to like American muscle, like a Toretto. Yeah. Not those, not those silly imports. Ah. They're all chilling. They're like, sweet, let's take the kid to school. And then they're like, Dom, you have a package. It's from, from Tokyo. Tokyo. OMG, it must be from Han. Oh, cool. You must have sent them something really nice sitting on the port. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah, the he... child's dead. There's pieces everywhere. Jesse's body just got propelled across <laughs> the street again. But not before he gets the phone call. Oh, yes. Dominic Toretto, you don't know me. Yeah, about to. Yeah, and it blows up. And the kid's fine. Up. I lied. Kid's okay. He was in the car, so he's fine. Their whole entire house Leveled. blows up and is totally destroyed. Yeah. Uh, they're all okay. Um, they dive out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, who could have done this? Yeah, also, the even though the bomb was on the front porch, the house next to him was like, fine. It's, yeah, it gets some, some black on it probably from the fire. Right, but a little bit, but otherwise, fine. It's pretty much okay. Their house, though, not gone, not fine, <laughs> totally destructoed. This is terrible. How could this have happened? Yeah. They're like, well, we need to, we need to do something about this. Yeah, we need to get, let's the, get the Let's get the team. Mm-hmm. They get the team, but they're like, what are we going to do about our kid? So they're like, let's send me and the kid to this super nice place <laughs> where they're super safe. Yes. And, and they and are Elena super safe st- for a little bit. Elena will stay there, too. Right. And Elena's there, too. Protect them. And they're chilling. <laughs> and then... Deckard Shaw is like, I'm Deckard Shaw, and I'm super bad guy. I want to kill all of you. I want to kill all of you. Specifically Dominic Toretto. And then I want a bottle of water (laughs) because I'm kind of thirsty. (laughs) So they uh, he finds them and they have a big moment where they chase each other, and then they Dominic Toretto and Deckard Shaw have this face off. And they play a little game of chicken with their cars. They drive straight at each other. But they both have balls of steel. Yeah. And none of them turn out of the way and they Amazing. crash right into each other. Oh, pit, pit, cheerio. And then they're about to fight and Dominic Toretto pulls out like a wrench or whatever. I've and got a gun, He's fucker. like, <laughs> He thought this was going to be a street fight. Yeah. He says, he's, that's exactly what he says. Yeah. And then you're like, OMG, Dominic Toretto, what's he going to do? He's going to get shot. And then all of a sudden, <gasps> people propelling from the, oh, the, the ceilings, the, the rafters, the, the, yeah. the, the skylight, the, uh, the, um, the overpass. Or yeah, whatever. And they come down and they're like, and then Deckard Shaw's like, OMG, I got to run away. So he runs away. And then who comes out? It's nobody. Kurt Russell. Oh, I thought it was nobody. Well, he is nobody. <gasps> he's like, hello, Dominic Toretto. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, me? I'm just a guy. I'm nobody. A Mr. Robot. I'm nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I think I just saved your life there. I think Mr. Nobody's stupid name. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> it kind of is. But I, yeah, he's cool, though. Yes. And so he's like, yeah, let's uh, I'll help you get Deckard Shaw because mm-hmm. he's because the God's eye. Yes. We need to get the God's eye into good hands because it can go into any. Like camera, yeah. Basically. He's like, we can help you get Deckard Shaw, but you have to help me get the God's Eye, so mm-hmm. we can get Deckard Shaw. Yeah, the people that have the God's Eye are another group of bad people. So they're like, let's assemble your team. But he's like, I've already done that for you. Here's yeah. your team. You want a Corona? 
He's like, or no, he's like, you want this brew that you want this Belgian Belgian brew, brew. and he's like, no, I want a Corona, I want a family Corona, and he's like, fine, but uh, you should really try that Belgian brew. I think you'd really like it, huh? And then they're like, sweet, the whole team is here. Let's go get that God's eye. Let's go do it. Letty's like, I still don't remember anything, but okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, but we're kind of family now. Yeah, I've seen pictures of us so kissing so close enough. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's make a plan for how we're going to get this convoy. And Roman's like, you know what? I'm tired of everybody always always taking the lead. I'm going to – I want to start having leadership. And they're yeah. like, okay, Roman, make the plan. Yeah, and just after the second movie, Roman has been 100% comic relief. Yes, he's <laughs> yeah. very funny. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, I didn't luckily mean, like, he actually now. is funny. Yeah. And then he's like, I say we hit it here. And mm-hmm. the one guy is like – it is physically impossible to hit it there. That is the most secure part on the entire mountain. We cannot hit it from there. And he's like, but that's exactly what they want you to think. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, guys, he might be onto something. <laughs> Maybe he's right. And then so they come up with this amazing plan. And my personal favorite stunt will drop in in the whole franchise. We'll pull a Fortnite. They pull a Fortnite and they're like, where we landing, boys? And they drive their cars out of a plane mm-hmm. in the sky, and they parachute in their cars down onto yeah, the, the cars road. parachute. And it's real. Yeah, they you can watch behind the scenes of this. They literally just dropped cars out of a plane, and they threw skydivers after them, and they just filmed whatever they could. Nice. <laughs> um, pretty freaking cool, if you ask me. Pretty neat. Um, and whatever they get there, and then they have to get this convoy with the, just the bus and the person they need to get a hacker person named ramsey ramsey uh they're like we need to get the hacker person so we can get the god's eye mm. and they're like okay cool cool action set piece follows they get yeah, ramsey kills. uh yeah they but paul walker oh my gosh he's stuck <gasps> in the bus that's hanging off the edge oh no OMG. it's just like uncharted 2 he's got to run up the bus and jumps and who comes to his safe to his to his rescue. rescue, but Letty, she goes, drift, bam, he hangs on, on to the spoiler, yeah. bam, everyone safe yeah. family time. Spoiler, he grabs onto the spoiler. Yeah. And it says, oh, it's his dad the whole time? <laughs> and he's really shook up about it. Yeah. And then they're like, cool, we got it. Ramsey turns out to be Me, me Sunday, Sunday <laughs> from Game of Thrones. This Sunday, yeah. Um, Grey Worms girl. Natalie Emmanuel. Yeah, that name. sounds right. Um, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she actually, which I didn't think when Fury 7 came out, but she actually becomes like a prominent character. Yes, she Throughout does. the next yeah. few movies. And she's like a hacker girl. She's big hacker. She's like the best hacker she's in the like world. She's like the second best hacker in the well, world. Well, she is the best until the next movie yes. when there's somebody that's better than her. Right. Kind of. No, not kind of. Well, mm-mm. they can have like hacker wars. Yeah, but she would win without Tej's help. Right. Okay. Anyway, they get the God's eye, and they're like, okay, let's find Deckard Shaw. Where's he at? <gasps> OMG, he's in this L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, let's let's get him. Wait. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> You're confusing me now. <laughs> they're like, okay, cool. Let's get him. So they're like, let's find him. And they've, they've, they set up this whole operation, and they find him, and he's like eating dinner. Yeah. He's like, this is all I want. A dozen, a dozen men. A dozen men. And then... And you didn't even bring me a bottle of water. <laughs> a bottle of water. <laughs> and then, and uh, what I think is pretty badass, he goes to wipe his mouth with, a, mm-hmm. with a, the napkin, but as he's wiping it, he pulls the pin on a grenade. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, bitches. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't think I had a plan for this? You must have thought I was all sixes and sevens if I didn't have a bolly wop for this jiggle jaggle. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom, the bad guys that had the god's eye, or they show up and they're like, let's get them. Yeah. And they have an epic shootout and Mr. Nobody gets shot and he's like, oh, oh no, I've been shot. Nobody's been shot. Oh, good. Uh, and then they drive away, and he's like, listen, um, you need to have a Belgian brew, but it's okay, I won't die, because I have, like, 24-7 medevac on standby. They're yeah, already on their way. Yeah, that's cool. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, okay, let's go find Deckard Shaw. They go to find him. They have a crazy driving with the drones that are shooting at mm-hmm. things and exploding in the city. And eventually it comes down to Dominic Toretto mm-hmm. and Deckard Shaw standoff on top of a parking garage Hmm. and they are like let's fight and then dominic toretto's like oh you thought oh no dominic toretto's like you thought this was gonna be a street fight oh 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 shiver me timbers (laughs) (laughs) blimey that's australian oh (laughs) obviously shiver me timbers (laughs) (laughs) it's british <laughs> um anyway that was fun uh so they start having a super epic fight mm-hmm. while and hobbs is here too by the way he's hanging he's out. hanging out just doing he's helping them out whatever yeah. um so they're all fighting deckard shaw and well they're fighting the lackeys dominic Tredo's fighting deckard shaw they're yeah. fighting everybody else the giant helicopter comes and blows up the the parking garage, and they're like, OMG, what, oh my gosh, they're falling, Dominic Toretto, is yeah. he gonna be okay? I just remembered a part from the movie, I don't remember if it's this movie, but it's one of the movies I wanted to point it out. I forget if it was even this movie or when, no, I think it was in the, in the Owen Shaw movie, where Letty got, like, thrown across a bridge, and Dominic Toretto literally just drove his car off and jumped off, and they, like landed into a car on the other side of the bridge like randomly right that's in six that's in we didn't six. Even talk about there's a part in six yeah. with like a tank right, right right we didn't talk about the tank there's a cool tank that. set piece in six where yeah. they like drive a tank or whatever and yeah Letty's like flying through the air and dominic yeah. Toretto like jumps out and like catches her over the bridge and then they but crash because, the car. because pretty amazing they land on dom's back he, everyone knows he's indestructible, he's indestructible so like literally anything can happen to him yeah but as long as he's hugging somebody they're fine right that also reminds me, yeah. and close to the beginning of Furious 7, which we're currently talking about, yeah. uh, uh, Deckard Shaw pays a visit to Hobbs in the thing. Oh, right, And yeah. they have a cool little fight scene where uh, Deckard Shaw ends up blowing him up, and he they falls like five window. stories, and he catches Elena. And he does the same thing. And they land on a car, and he's like, <laughs> But he's not fine. He goes to the hospital. Yeah, he's, he's pretty messed up And introduces it. his daughter as well. Right. And he's like, yes, this is my daughter. And so he's kind of watching from the sidelines the whole movie until mm-hmm. this final part where he stands up. This is one of the greatest moments yeah. in the whole series. And he has his cast on and he just goes, <laughs> and like flexes it off. <laughs> it just breaks, just breaks the cast. And he's like, all right, yeah. let's do it. Um, so, yeah. And then they, they, they do it and they blow up the helicopter and mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? Yay, we did it. But OMG, Dom is dead. He's dead for real. OMG and Letty's like OMG and Paul Walker is like we need to do CPR save him OMG we need to do it and Letty's like stop it just stop it yeah and then she's like I remember 
everything. everything. I remember this and that and this. And it's very emotional. And then Dominic Toretto is like all dead and stuff. And he's like, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> he's back, baby. Dominic Toretto can't be killed. Nah. He's back. And they're all chilling. They're like, yay. Family. And then, uh, then we get an extra scene. Because unfortunately, um, after this movie was finished, um, Paul Walker tragically mm -hmm. passed away after this movie was finished, but before it came out. Yeah. So they added this extra scene where they have him on the beach with the his kid and his wife, and they're all sitting there just kind of like watching him. It's very emotional, and they're all like just enjoying the moment. Yeah, they all, like, oh, it kind of gives each of the actors like a last almost like word about, you know, Brian, mm -hmm. his character. And they all have this very sweet moment. And then uh, Wiz Khalifa starts playing that cla mm -hmm. the classic song. It's been a long day. Anyway, yeah, that plays, and you know, it sounds stupid, but it actually kind of hits hard. It does, yeah. Um, and then the classic scene that everybody knows: they drive. He drives up, uh, pulls up to Vin a Diesel. Pulls up to yeah. a stop sign. Who pulls up next to him in his <gasps> little import? But. Uh, Brian in yeah. his little import car, and they're like chilling, and they're driving next to each other, and they so look he couldn't at each say other he could leave smile. without saying goodbye, huh, or yep. something like that. And it is like a CGI Paul Walker, right? Yeah, um, it looks because it's you know shot, and it, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's doable. <laughs> yeah, it's not going back, and you're going ah, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's um, fine. And then they they drive, and the song plays, and you're crying, and then they part ways on the road, yeah, and Brian drives off into the mountains, yeah, and. Um, that's the last we see of him in the Fast and Furious franchise. I remember very vividly watching this in the movie theater and every single person was crying. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. It was very emotional, especially if you've seen all the movies and you had all this build up. Mm -hmm. It was very emotional. I mean, time. even just literally binging them in like a week. Right. Yeah. You know, I still felt that. I was mm -hmm. like, dang, yeah, this guy. And, and I knew him, was... of course, from Tammy and the T-Rex as well. Yeah. Um, so I was like, dang, you know. Um, and it was a really beautiful send-off for him. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, then the movie ends, yeah, it, seven. I thought it was great for them to do that for the character as well, instead of just being, like, killing off mm -hmm. his character. Like, give he him, just like, goes a really to sweet live. ending. Yeah, it's nice. He goes to live because he has a kid now. He's not part of that life anymore. Yeah. And then we get to the fate of the Furious... Fast and Furious 8, directed oh. by F. Gary Gray, 2017. Yeah. Uh, this is a big moment, obviously, because Paul Walker, not in this one. Yeah, it's the first one without him. Um, so they're like, okay, whatever, let's do it. There's a new hacker girl named Cypher. Yeah. Played by the one, the only, Shari, Shari, <laughs> Shari, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Your favorite. Your absolute favorite. And anything you'd like to say about Charlie Theron? Thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> um, yes, you're... Anyway, she meets up with Dom. She's like, hey, Dom. You okay. enjoying your honeymoon? Yeah. Like, well, I, think, I think my fuel injector is something wrong with it. She's like, oh, I know. Because I have it right here. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, why don't you take a look at this? And she yeah. shows him something. And then he's like... <laughs> we don't know, but he, it drives him mad. He's it like, what? really mad. And She's so like, yeah. it causes Dom to turn on his family. He flips on the family? What? what? That's not Dominic, Dominic Toretto. Dominic would never, ever What did she show him that made him turn on the only thing he cares about, family? So they he gets with them, the family, and yeah. they heist a, a EMP device. Mm. 
And then at the very end of it, they're like, good. Hobbs is like, good job, Toretto. Yeah, we did, did a great it. job here. And then he crashes into him and crashes him. He's like, Toretto, road. It's, not too, it's not too late. And then he's like, he just looks at him and he walks away with walks the EMP away. device. And he's like, ah. now it is. And he's like, Ugh. So. So Dominic's AWOL. He's rogue. And the whole family is like, what's going on? Letty's like, I can't believe this. Dom wouldn't do this. Yeah. Then we find out. That Cypher has Elena trapped in her little cool plane that never mm. gets detected because they fly at the perfect the perfect time time that, to yeah. where they don't get detected. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the way the side lights and the flight flats, there's little hallways they can go through. They're perfect. Anyway, yeah. turns out Dominic Toretto has a kid <gasps> with Elena. Remember when they banged for that little time? Well, yep. she got preggers. She, she got, got pregante. Pregante. Pregnant. So, Dominic Toretto has a kid. Now you understand. Oh my yes. gosh. He has a That's family. That's family. The only thing that can make him turn on family is family. Exactly. <laughs> uh and Tormund shows Torm- up. Torbjorn. Torbjorn shows up from uh, Game of Thrones from fame. Game of Thrones. Uh, and he's one of uh Cypher's lackeys. lackeys. And then they're like, okay. And Cypher's like, I'm going to manipulate Dom to do all these things. And so, whatever. And they're all like, so the crew now, the family, mm-hmm. they're with Mr. Nobody. And Mr. Nobody's like, all right, he's rogue. We need to take care of him. And they're like, okay. And Roman's like, why don't we just use the God's eye? They're like, okay. That's brilliant. Roman. Great idea. Oh, why didn't we think of that, Roman? Oh, so glad you're here. Thank you. And they're like, we can't use the God's eye because this and this and this and this and this. They have yeah. their pop up everywhere. But then they reverse engineer it mm-hmm. and find Ramsey out where and they Tej. are. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, and Mr. Nobody's like, huh, that's funny. And they're like, oh, what's funny about that? And he's like, that's where we that's are. That's right here. Yeah. And then explodes. They have an ambush OMG. attack. Dom and Cypher. Cypher and Dom show up. Mm-hmm. They're like, do, 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 they, do. They throw out a little device that like is high frequency that puts everybody on the ground. Yep. They're like concussed, basically. They're concussed real bad, and yeah. they're like they can't do anything about it, and they steal it, and then they're like, "OMG!" And then Letty's like, "Dom!" And then Cipher makes out with Dom right in they front have of everybody. A crazy sloppy kiss. Yes, and she's like, oh, "How could you?" It's like an end of clueless kiss. Yeah, yeah. And then they leave, and they're like, "OMG." This is terrible. That's crazy. What has happened to Dominic Toretto? Mm. This is so messed up. Yeah. So it turns out Cypher has a plan to go to this submarine that's in this base, EMP it, steal it, hack it, and then she has control of the nukes so she can make the world her bitch. She can do whatever she wants. She never really... Here's the thing. Is Cypher a bad guy? She is definitely like totalitarian like she wants yeah. to be in control of everything but she never says that she wants to end the world she just wants it to be the way she i think she said she wants to hold people accountable or something like yeah. that so like obviously she's misguided but she does has a goal in mind she doesn't right. just want to kill everybody which is cool yeah it's cool um so anyway there's a great scene i thought i just want to point this yeah. out between cypher and vin diesel when oh yeah i think it's really when she great. first shows him uh elena and his kid um where they have like a face to face where he's like, Oh yeah, you can kill me. Here's a gun. But he knows like, Oh, if I kill her, then the plane will go down and like everything. So whatever. So it's like, that's why I don't have a choice. 
and it's just like a back and forth between them. I ain't got a choice. Yeah, I thought it was really good back and forth it is between really them. Scene. It's like probably <clears throat> his most impressive piece of acting, I think, in the franchise is, yeah. is that scene between those probably two. Probably for sure. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention, um, Mr. Nobody enlists the help of Deckard Shaw to yes. join the crew. And yeah. obviously, Hobbs and everyone Han. is like, whoa, 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 we can't do that. He killed Han. And I'm he's like, listen, him. listen up here, you bubs. I don't want to be here as much as you don't want to be here. You know, let's get it done. All right, ain't it? Yes. And they're all like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, sure, yeah, whatever. So then they, they team up. Kind of. They team up. And they're like, mm-hmm. hey, let's do it. Let's take down Dominic Toretto. We're back in the plane. Dominic Toretto's like, okay, we're done now. And Cypher's like, no. Mm-mm, I'm done when we're we say done. we're done. Yeah, I'm done. We're done when I say we're done. You're right. That's mm-hmm. what she says. Mm-hmm. And then she has Torbjorn. <laughs> <laughs> shoot elena mm-hmm. in the head we think right in front of dom right for now <laughs> for... <laughs> we don't know but he shoots he's in the room and the last thing we see is his pointed at her head and then we hear gunshots and, and he freaks out so we assume that he shot her and they say in the later movies that she's dead yes but and he says that i saw him shoot her right in front of me as well but you don't know. never know. She could come back. Dominic could be, key, you know, telling half truths. You know, we don't know. So it's still up in the air because we didn't see, see it. And even but, if we did see it, right? It doesn't really matter. So you never really know. But for right now, <clears throat> assume dead. She's dead. And he's like, "This is the worst thing ever." Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Okay." He's like, "Whatever. I'll do this job, bitch." Yeah. So he goes and they do the EMP thing. But who's there? The family's there. Family. They're here to stop him. Mm-hmm. And The Rock is like, listen, if it comes down to it, I'm going to put him down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Letty's oh, like, okay. uh, not if I have anything to say yeah, about she's it. She's like, you're going to have to get me too then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, they have this crazy action sequence where they, she hijacks the the submarine. Yeah, Tej needs to get in the sub to like do some stuff so that Ramsey can overtake it and stalemate her. Right. They have a hacker war. Yeah, they have a hacker war. Ramsey v. Cypher. Um, and it ends up that they can't get the nuke codes mm-hmm. fast enough, so Cypher's like, let's just take the submarine. Let's, let's get it out of the bay. Yeah. So they start driving it under all the ice. And mm, it's the like people hard, yeah. driving on top of the ice is our family and all the people chasing them. Because mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a base, military base. Yeah. They're chasing him, and they have this crazy fight sequence, car chase sequence on the ice with a bunch of missiles that are blowing up. And Dominic Toretto at this point is with Tormund, and he's just chilling. And Tormund's got a sniper rifle, and he's yeah. gonna start killing everybody. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna snipe him. Yeah, and, but he's Dominic's just like he's waiting for a call. He's like, what? He's what's going waiting. on? Yeah, he's waiting for what? For what? What is he waiting for? Hmm. Two masked figures flying through the sky. Oh, 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 what? They fly right onto Cypher's plane. And they're two masked. They go, the- you have no idea who we are because we got masks on. So there's no way that you could tell who we are because there's nothing really defining about our presence here. I'm In from it. London as well, but <laughs> that's not important to who I am. So... In it, it's bro. Owen and Deckard Shaw. <gasps> How in the world the Shaw Bros. did they find the undetectable plane? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Dominic Toretto's necklace is also a tracking, a device. tracking device. <gasps> beep, 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 beep. Hmm. Epic 
I actually really like this yeah. uh, next action sequence where they take they get his baby, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where Jason Statham is like holding the baby mm-hmm. and also killing like a bunch of people, but trying yeah. to keep the baby from Safe, crying. So yeah. he makes him listen to like Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas music, <laughs> and then he's like killing all these people, and he's like, "Are you okay?" Mm. Uh, really, really nice little funny scene. Anyway, they get the baby, and then Dominic Toretto's like, "All right, it's Dominic Toretto time," and he beats Tormund, mm-hmm. beats him, yeah, beats him real good, and he's like, "What are you doing?" looking you in the eye yeah gets him <laughs> yeah he gets him good and then dominic toretto does some dominic toretto things and they take down the submarine not before though cypher I, which I, this is hilarious to me she's like shoot the torpedoes so they shoot a torpedo mm-hmm. and it like goes up through the ice and it's like sliding, sliding on the across ice. the top and uh the rock is driving this like big thing and he's like He's like, Roman, take the wheel. And he's like, what? And he's like, and so he leans out of the car and he grabs the, he grabs the torpedo with his hand yeah. and he just throws it to the left and it goes sliding into yeah. like one of the bad guys' cars and blows him up. It's just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they end up crashing the whole, the whole submarine. I would say it's probably by the, the six where it's just like, forget about any kind of sense. Would it be the sixth movie? Yeah, the the runway, the infinite yeah. runway. So the sixth movie is where logic goes out the window. Yeah, which and is, I guess, another reason why five is so good because yeah. it has some level of believability to yeah. it. Um, and then they're just like, "Cool, we did it! Yay!" And Dominic Toretto's back with the family, and he's ex- he explains, "Oh, I have a baby, and nobody asks where Elena is. He doesn't tell anybody that Elena's yeah, dead. right. That was an interesting thing. Uh, there's which like, is really, uh, yeah, we assume he did it off screen, but." Yeah, he never really tells them that they're dead. And then yeah. Jason Statham confronts Cypher in the plane, mm-hmm. and Cypher's like, I'm the only one with a parachute. Yep. She opens up the door. She just jumps and out. She jumps out of the plane with a parachute. Very and easy. Flies away, whatever. Uh, and then they all have dinner. Mm-hmm. And they're they He's have like, their look at my baby. Yeah. His name is Brian. Oh, how nice and sweet is that? That is very sweet. Uh, and that's that. Fate of the mm-hmm. Furious is over. Yeah. Um, and then spinoff time, spinoff time, 2019, uh, we should get into, I guess, well, you would have to tell me, I don't know if you've learned more since, but why is Hobbs and Shaw thing? So apparently there's tension on the, on the set between individuals. Yeah. Which isn't great for, family. apparently I think now that I've gotten to the bottom of this, still don't know for sure, but I think it's Jason Statham and Vin Diesel don't oh, like each other. Really? It's those two. Okay. Yeah. They don't like each other, mm-hmm. so they're being babies about it, and they don't want to make movies together, I guess. So they're like, oh, okay. So they made this Hobbs and Saw spinoff, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It <laughs> foregoes the whole racing thing in general. Uh, yeah, it's just Hobbs and Shaw shenanigans. They they team up. Oh, we should also mention, what? in 8, there's also another character reveal um, that's Helen Mirren Oh right, as Mama Shaw. Right, yeah. And she shows up, and she's like, oh, I'm just an old lady who loves pretty things, and I like going to the bank, and I like escaping from the prisons, <laughs> and I like old, old tea and crumpets. You know, I'm just an old bitch. <laughs> yes. It's very good. Yeah. Um, Hobbs and Shaw. Cut off your tallywhacker. <laughs> Directed by David Leach. Uh, what's up? They, they Hobbs and Shaw, they get to work together, and they're like, have this crazy banter all the time. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm not working with this guy. So let's do it. Do you want to be Hobbs and Shaw? Let's do like one of their insult things. 
Do you want to be Hobbs oh, or Shaw? Geez. I'll be I'll be Hobbs. You're better at Shaw than I am. Okay. I'm not working with this British tea drinking loser Muppet shit stain. That would be wanker to you, you meathead motherfucker. Don't <laughs> 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 say that. <laughs> but why don't you go rub some baby oil on yourself and make yourself happier? <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. but the whole movie. I'm gonna shove my foot so far up your ass that you'll be coughing up my toenails. <laughs> uh, what's? Uh, I don't think this is in Hobbs and Shaw. It's in one of the other ones. But he's like, I'm gonna punch you in the face so hard that you're you're gonna have to stick your a uh, toothbrush to up, up your, your ass, ass to, to brush your teeth. teeth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's that kind of back That's and forth, funny. back and forth. Uh, but they end up they're teaming up because uh, there's this deadly. Device. Like virus, yeah, yeah, virus that they're gonna, the bad people are gonna take out the world. Um, Idris Elba is gonna use to mm-hmm. take out and, the uh, world. And Hobbs gets this by way of his old friend Locke, who is also Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. yes, I yeah, think yeah. it's Locke. I think that's his name. Yeah. Um. So they're like old best friends, but they're not. Their relationship's a little confusing of what yeah. they actually are. But Ryan Reynolds, he's just doing the funny Ryan Reynolds thing, right? So if you like him, you'll like it. So they team up, and they're like, he's like, okay. But Vanessa Kirby is like, I'm another, I'm another Shaw. I'm girl Shaw, but not old sh- girl Shaw, young girl Shaw. Yeah. And I love tarot cards. <laughs> I bet. Probably. That's never established. It's but Shaw's like sister. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. So we, in the uh, Fast and Furious, we have family, but in this Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, we have, you know, family. <laughs> family. Family. <laughs> Uh, and she ends up for whatever, I can't remember. She's in like a sticky situation. She ends up injecting herself with the, yes. the virus. I think that actually happens off screen. Maybe. No, oh. she does. Cause oh, I she remember does? she like sticks her hand with it. And okay. She takes the virus because her, like she's in like the MI6 or whatever. The whole thing is they're thing like, Oh, she went crazy and she killed her whole team. Right. But that's that like what they say. what happened. Yeah. It's Idris Elba doing stuff. Right. Um, but basically, uh, Hobbs goes after her and Shaw kind of goes to her apartment. So they have like a dual action scene where Hobbs is fighting Lady Shaw and he's like, it's kind of funny because he's obviously this big, huge man. So he's kind of just like manhandling her, but she's like doing tricky things to get out of it and stuff. Yeah. But basically at the end of it, he's like, oh, you learn a lot about a person when you fight him and you weren't fighting to kill me. You were fighting to run away. You know, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll kill you anyway. I hate you. Yeah. And, uh, so... That's when Shaw comes in and he's like, oh, get away from my sister, you big, stupid idiot, you know? And uh, then she's like, I'm getting out of here because I am the virus. And she shows her three marks in her hands. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh. And then <laughs> Idris Elba and the team crash through the window. <gasps> OMG. And we're like, we're taking her and we need her alive because if she dies, the virus is gone. So, And it's something about the virus that it takes so much time to like gestate and then it'll like spread or something. So they're on a strict time limit to right. get it out of her. And so they go to this doctor guy from Atomic Blonde, and they're basically like, what do we do? It's like, oh, really, we should kill her and then burn her until every atom is ash. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like, that's not going to be an option. So then their only other option is to like go find a machine that'll like extract it. But Idris Elba and the director, Etienne, whatever, is like the business or something. Yeah. Um, that has it and they need to be there. It's like, okay, how do we do that? Basically, they're pulling off like heists that like the Shaws have when they were kids. They're like, oh yeah, let's do the Mick Jagger. 
It'll break into the place. Yeah. She'll get captured. She'll get the extractor. Then they'll break in and save her. And it'll all be good. And, I mean, it, kind of, it doesn't really go to plan. Yeah, they get captured. Yeah. And they get z- zappy chaired mm-hmm. by Idris Elba. And they're sitting there and they're like, yeah, I'm taking it like a man. I'm big and strong. But the, the original directive from the Etienne director to Idris Elba's character, Black Superman, was... I'm Black Superman. Was try to flip him. Convince him they'd be great assets. Get him to work for us. Don't kill him. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba's like, that's not going to happen. But he's like, I don't care. Do it. So that kind of gives them an edge in this situation because Idris Elba yeah. can't kill him necessarily right now. Um, they end up breaking out. Mm-hmm. And the one doctor dude mm-hmm. ends up flipping and like using a flamethrower flame to and kill like all. murdering a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and then a crazy action sequence happens where they steal the thingy and they're trying to run away. And everything's blowing up. And they're jumping into cars and they're yeah. flying off of things and Idris Elba's on his crazy motorcycle. And he's also them. like cybernetic and he like basically literally has superpowers. Yeah, he's black Superman. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they chase him but he and he's gets like, away. I've never heard of Superman. Do you mean the, the, the great British baking show man? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean the Union Jackman? <laughs> uh, anyway, they get away. And they're like, well, the one dude that could use the device is dead now. Yeah. So what are we going to do? And then Hobbs is like, there's only one guy I know that could f- do something like this. I'm going home. <gasps> OMG, we're going to Samoa. Yeah. Where The Rock's family is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go there and they're all like cool. And he gets punched in the face by his brother. He's like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically. He, why would you do this to our family? How dare you? You're like a weirdo man. You hate How could you do Samoa. this? And then his mom comes out and he's like, what are you doing? I love my son. I love my son. We're family. Family. <clears throat> and then he's like, okay, we need you, brother, to figure this thing out because this girl is very important. We need to get this thing out of her. Mm-hmm. And there's bad guys that are going to come here and try to kill us. So we need to get the guns. Let's open up the gun safe. Mm. They open up the gun safe. Oh, my goodness. Where are the guns? It's all just like these really hacky, like, swords and makeshift stuff. Maces and things, yeah. And he's like, Mom, where are the guns? She's like, I get rid of them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so they're like, okay, we're going old school. Yeah. So they have a showdown where they are able to deactivate all the bad guys' guns. Jason Statham puts them in a ring of fire with a car. Yeah, I, th- this whole action sequence I really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, it, it was like a big part of the trailers, I remember, was yeah. this action sequence It's really cool. And they just have a melee, a big old melee. Yeah, inside a ring of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. They battle it down, and then they have a plan to like lure them to this like minefield that they built. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're driving these cars and Idris Elba's in a helicopter and he's like they start he like hooks one of them and Mm -hmm. then they just keep on hooking up like their cars cars to each other to try to like a human helicopter down and there's like five cars flying and one car Mm -hmm. like on the ground driving the helicopter around and the rock is like standing there and the the chain is about to end for Mm -hmm. the thing and it flies off and he catches it with his hand (laughs) and he's holding Five cars and and a a helicopter helicopter with one hand. Yeah. And then he pulls them back Mm -hmm. and hooks them back around. Yep. It's incredible. Amazing stuff. And then they crash. And then him and uh, Hobbs and Shaw have a epic battle against um, 
Idris Elba's character. I don't even know his name. Yeah, his name was. Uh, I don't remember. They, but we double teamed. They him. fight him. We attacked him from both sides. We penetrated his defenses, and together we did an Eiffel Tower on him. <laughs> That's in France. I'm from yeah. London. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember though. I don't know why stages. I was remember this. There's a cool part in this fight where it's from like Idris Elba's point of view, and he's like standing there. He's like, "Let's fight!" And he's got all the cool like cybernetic mm-hmm. powers. And it goes like slow mo, and it shows like what he sees, like yeah. in analyzing the situation. Oh yeah! And there's a part where the rock is like winding up a punch, and it like has like how amount much of force, force and it the like, number just keeps on going up, and it's, it's like, like thousands of pounds. Yeah, it's like I think it ends up being like twenty eight hundred pounds or something that a force, like over a ton of force and a punch. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, which I thought is kind of a it cool, is cool thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they have a fight, and he beats him. Mm-hmm. They beat him, and then he gets his chip removed by the dude and he's like you're no use to me anymore and then he's like hey you guys you want to be my pals and they're like no oh and then they get the the thing gets out of vanessa kirby and they're like we did it family also kevin hart's in this movie kevin hart shows up he's an air marshal and uh he wants to be part of the gang but they don't let him yeah he's just there to be funny yeah he's a three's company we all, we've only got two in a room for two yeah. in this ride. And also The Rock Buster. and Vanessa Kirby kind of have some... A pseudo, really, the pseudo-romantic some things, things going, going on. on here. They kiss one time. Yeah. But yeah. they're kind of like, eh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Mm. But who knows what the mm. future could hold. Uh, I really hope that Vanessa Kirby comes into the Fast movies, so that would be cool to That would be cool. I, it, do we have news on a Hobbs and Shaw 2? I don't know, but they definitely set it up. Mm. So I'd be down for it. Because we have the whole director who I was so confused because when I was watching it, I was like, that's Ryan Reynolds. Because it is. It's his voice. Yeah. But it's a distorted like robot voice, you know, but it was obvious to me that it was Ryan Reynolds behind it because Ryan Reynolds just has a particular way of speaking. Yeah. And so there's an after credit scene where it's like Ryan Reynolds like killing a guy or whatever. And he's like, oh, there's a second virus. Um <laughs> And I was, like, waiting for it to be the reveal that, like, he was the director all the time, but it wasn't. It was just, oh, he happened to voice it, but it wasn't him. Yeah. thought it was very strange. Unless that was just the interview with the director was just a red herring, and it still is him, but they're saving it for the sequel. Could be. You know? You never know. Uh, anyway, that was Hobbs and Shaw. And then, just the special features of Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, <laughs> listen, if you have the Blu-ray of Hobbs and Shaw... You need to watch the special features. There's like 40 minutes of special features. And there's one where The Rock has this like chihuahua. And he's just like taking it around the set of Hobbs and Shaw. And they're just like doing shenanigans. And it's, I don't know, it's just kind of funny. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So you should watch that. Anyway, then literally just yesterday. Mm. Just yesterday. Yeah. Fast 9 came out directed by justin lynn he came back he's gonna bring the franchise back to its glory fast nine we went we saw it in the movie theater two days ago right we saw it on thursday but it came out friday right you know how it it works premieres and we saw it theater bunch of people yeah pretty full pretty full it was the first time been in a movie theater with like a lot of people in Mm. two years yeah yeah basically had Um, the theater experience like a real theater it was pretty cool yeah, it was. And uh, I liked the movie. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, we're gonna, we decided we're going to rate them at the end. So we'll Yeah, we're really going to rank all the there. movies right after we talk about but, um, Fast 9. At the end of the day, I did enjoy it overall, but 
I, the two big things for me is I'm not the hugest fan of John Cena as an actor. Okay. And this one does at one point get like too ridiculous. You know, maybe. Nah, it could never in my opinion. I wish it was different. Okay, we'll get there, but I wish it was different characters in that situation. Okay. It would have been a lot better to me. I think it would have been funnier. Anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway. Fanine. Fanine. Start, starts off. We're in the, the past. saga. We're in the past. What are we seeing? There's some sort of stock car race going on. Yeah, what? OMG. Oh, it's a Toretto. It's, it's Jack Toretto. <gasps> it's, it's Daddy. Dom's dad. He's in a race. OMG. And if you paid attention to the series at all, you would realize that we're about to see... Uh, Dominic Toretto's father die in his yeah. car accident. We're going to see how that happens. Finally. They happen. He, he crashes. He blows up. It's bad. Bad, He's bad. dead. Like, he blows up and then flies like 40 feet forward in the air. Like, it's rough. It's rough. He, very not good. Um, and then there's a lot of flashbacks littered throughout the whole film, but um, I think we'll just kind of tackle it all right yeah. here. Um, we also learn about who... Dominic Toretto beat up with the wrench to go to prison for it a little bit. It was the guy that... Crashed him. Yeah, it caused him to crash, which caused the explosion, sort of. Right. Um, um, so he beats him within an inch of his life. He goes to prison, and then he finds out that it was actually uh, Dom's brother that did, like, this thing to his car yeah, to like make a it, like, misfire or something. or something. So he did it so that... He would blow up, so he was like, OMG, my brother killed my dad. So he goes to one of the races, and his brother's there, and he's like, I want to race you, but mm. if I win, then you have to leave. You keep driving. Yeah. And he wins, so he leaves, and he keeps driving. But mm -hmm. then you find out later in the movie, again, that he didn't try to kill dad. He his, did it because his dad was, asked him to Asked him to do it. he had to throw the race. throw the race. Obviously, the plan was not for him to explode and right. die. But they just needed his it's, car to like stop working. It's actually, I, I think it's a decent moment in the film where he's like, and I promised dad I'd never tell you the truth that he asked me to do it, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, technically, there's no reason for him to believe him, but I believe him. Because oh, the yeah. flashbacks say that it's true, so right. it has to be true. Um, but yeah, because even Dominic had doubts because he like overheard his dad talking on the phone about like throwing the race and stuff like that right um so it, it's the most um tense moment is when john cena finally breaks that uh promise and it's like yeah dad told me to it was his fault that he died basically yeah um and yeah that's the end of the f there are no more flashbacks he leaves and then he leaves <clears throat> um <clears throat> during the present mm -hmm. we have the squad they're chilling they get a message, or well, actually, Dom and Letty are on their little wherever they live with yeah, their farm, having a good time. Whatever, they're totally out of the game. They're like isolationists, basically. People start rolling up. They're like, "OMG, we need to get the guns." Oh, and Brian, get ready. hide in the hide in the things. Or, and who is it? Oh, it's just Tej and Roman and yeah. me Sunday. Me Sunday. They're family. The family's here. OMG. Well, why would the family be here if they didn't have something important? And Ted's just like, we got this encoded message from Mr. Nobody. And he Mr. Nobody's it to like, us. OMG, we're crashing. We've we got need dangerous to cargo. Do this thingy. And, and they're help. like, OMG. So, like, okay, look, we need to help this. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, we're out of it. And they're like, Letty's no, like, don't you do miss it. it? Don't you miss the life? He's, like, he's like, 
Every yeah, Brian got to move on and whatever. It's like, well, maybe we're not Brian and Mia. You know, that's not yeah. us. So he, at first, is going to stay. Mm-hmm. But then at the final moment, he makes the decision to go on because Letty's going. Yeah, and they don't explain it, but you just assume that Brian was left at the farm alone. <laughs> right. Well, they do say later that they, they, say they sent him with... 40 with, minutes later, they do say... He's with he's Brian, with Brian. And Mia. Yeah. Um, well, just with Brian. Right, because yes. Mia ends up coming. But yes. that's... Yeah. Anyway. 40 minutes later. <laughs> that's later in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so they go to this... this uh, Monta... Monta something, Montatiqua or something right, like that. Right, cuz they're going to the plane crash site mm-hmm. to recover the device yes. that they need to get or whatever. And maybe find Mr. Nobody. Mm. They get there, they don't find him. They get the device. Ramsey breaks open, yeah, finds it. They get it. Okay, cool. OMG, they're getting shot at. Attacked Good. by the military. The military ah. people are there. OMG, we need to get across the border. Mm-hmm. So the cool little race uh chase scene happens. A lot of the cool explosions and stuff going on. Um Justin Lin just once again, showing how he just knows how to stage a cool race action mm. sequence. You got Letty on like a motorcycle, and she's kind of uh, leading yeah, the she's pack. Doing cool it's things. Cool. Um, anyway, turns out John Cena's there too. Dumb's yeah. brother. He's got an alternate what? agenda. Yeah. He steals the thingy from him, and is like, "OMG!" And he drives off a cliff. And he drives off a cliff, and the giant plane swoops down and picks him up in With the magnets. air. Really yeah. crazy. And then they're. Everyone gets across the bridge, which fell down, except for Dom and Letty. They're in the car, and they're like, OMG, what do we do? And Dom's like, I'm just going to drive off the cliff. And yes. Letty's like, oh, we can't do that. He's like, well, watch and me. And he's like, listen. So he drives, and he hits it at like the perfect angle so that the rope of the bridge hooks into the tire, and then it swings them down and around, and they crash onto the land. Thing. And all the and military just assume they died. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And then Letty's like, well, that was new. Yeah. And then they regroup, and they're like, okay, what's up? <laughs> and then there's this uh, funny moment where Roman is like, listen, guys. Yeah. We've gone on all these crazy missions, and mm-hmm. we don't even get a scratch on us. Yeah. And Tej is like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're we, right. We're probably invincible. He's like, yeah. Or you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and they all just like laugh at him or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's whatever. He's like, you'll see. Yeah, it was a funny little moment because yeah. that is exactly what happens. Right. Um, and then it turns out Cypher has been, like, captured kind of yeah. by the John Cena and crew. Mm. And it's they, like a weird dictator's rich, spoiled son who's running this, like, operation thing. Yeah, to get the thing so that they can hack all the computers in the world. Yes. So that they can, like, control anybody that Every, they want. Everything, yeah. So then they're like, Cypher, Project Ares hack into this thing. And she's like, okay. She hacks into the thing. And they're like, okay. We found out where the other piece is. Because mm-hmm. the thing is in two pieces. And they need the key. We'll um, find out what the key is later. There's another great scene. I don't think it's happening right now. But I'll just bring it up now. Between Cypher and the, the rich son. Um, where he's like... Oh, it's because like the tides are kind of turning. So he's like, oh, get all my men and show them out there. Uh, throw in like everybody you got. I want the whole empire against them, even Han Solo and Chewbacca if you can find them. So it's like a weird Star Wars reference. And Cypher's like, "Oh, Chewbacca, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm like a Master Jedi. I'm like, or no, he's like, I'm not like Han Solo." And like she's like, "No, you're more like Yoda." He's like, "Oh, well, Yoda's like a powerful master. I'm cool with that." 
she's like, no, Yoda's a puppet with someone's hand up his ass. Yeah. And I was like, because I thought the Star Wars things were stupid. I was like, why are they doing this weird reference? But then Cypher's like, he was a puppet. And I was like, ooh, Cypher. Yeah, Cypher getting it. Um, But yeah, that was cool. Mm -hmm. And then, so, obviously the family tries to interfere with them getting the second piece. Yeah. Uh, So they have this action sequence where John Cena's on the world's longest zip line. And he's just zip lining through like the whole city of London yeah. for like a long time, very long time. Um, while they're all chasing him or whatever, and then they find out that they have this like magnet device in this car to like shut mm. off cameras and stuff, whatever. Yeah, it's magnetic interference that just like interferes yeah. with like, super cameras. strong magnets. Yeah, so, like breaking really like, strong. Breaking Bad times like ten. Yeah. Um, and then Ramsey ends up having to drive the car, but she's never drove before. Which I don't know is true, thinking back at the movies. I She definitely took the wheel of somebody for some time, but I don't know if she actually ever drove. She probably didn't, but... Yeah. Um, she's like, I never drove before. Probably my favorite it. sequence in the film... No, definitely my favorite sequence of the film is the Ramsey driving the big, huge truck. Yeah, it's really cool. And tailing the guy in the like Jaguar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they chase him around, and then they have this cool moment where... They're driving on opposite sides of the building, and they turn up the magnets to maximum power, mm-hmm. and it pulls the car through the building, and the camera like follows the car through the building, and it crashes through. And you can see them. behind it's the really scenes cool. how they did it. It was like on a rail, and they actually like threw it through the building. Yeah, it's really cool. It's they sweet. do a lot of really cool practical stunts in Fast and Furious. That's yeah. why I like it a lot. Um, anyway, and so they're like, cool, we did it, mm. but we didn't do it. No. Because John Cena always has a plan. So they put him in a hole, and they're like, you just chill out for a while. Um, and then Tej is like, everybody look at this. It's Han. It's Han! What? Guys, the emotional roller coaster I had over a week of having Han, losing Han, then getting Han back. Uh, I have a question. Was this known? Yeah, it's in the trailer. That's why I told you to not watch the trailer. Okay, phew, because I was in the theater... And they revealed Han, and I was like, Ugh! and then I realized nobody was doing anything. Because everybody knew. And I was like, <laughs> dude, if that if they didn't show that in the trailer, everyone would have been like, whoa. Right, exactly. But I was kind of freaking out because I hadn't seen the trailer. So I was like, why is nobody reacting? Yeah, that's why. Because it yeah. wasn't the, that's why I specifically told you to not watch it because I knew good. you would like that. Good, good, good. Right, because I guess everybody else. Knew. Okay, yeah. Right. And then Mia comes back too because she's like, OMG, my other brother is part of this. So I yeah, it's my brother this. too. It's my brother. So yeah, Brian's taking care of the kids. He's um, cool with it. And then they kind of show how they found Han. Mm-hmm. He was like in Tokyo or whatever. And it's like Mia and Letty, and they're in Tokyo. And they're like, OMG, look, Mexico. Yeah, Mexican flag in this apartment. Let's enter Boom. it. And then this girl is like, protects him from all these guys that are trying to kill him. And then they. Yeah, Han young snipes girl. a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. and then turns out that the girl was the daughter the of the daughter. people who invented the Ares project. Yeah, and the daughter is like the key. The key to activate it is her DNA, which she shares with her parents, obviously. Right. So they need her. So Han is like protecting her. Mm-hmm. We also find out how Han survives his crash. Sort of. It turns out that it was all just a setup by Mr. Nobody, by Mr. Nobody to kill him and have him work under the radar. Right. And it's just, it's, yeah, that's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a good workaround, I guess. Sure. So, yeah. So he's alive now and he's back and he's like, I'm back, boys. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, Han, this is so great. And he's got a haircut. He's got a short yeah, hair. He's got a cool little haircut going on now. And they're like, okay, let's do it. And then all the dudes show up, and they're like, we're going to get John Cena back. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, dang it. So they got him all at gunpoint, and that's when that confrontation between John Cena and Vin Diesel happens. And he's like, Dad wanted me to do it, so shut up. I hate you. Yeah, and then they leave, and they're like, okay, you can kill them all now. And then they turn on the magnets, and mm-hmm. all the guns fly, and they have a crazy fight, and they try to run away. And then there's so many guys, and then Dom is like, listen, I'm going to stay behind, mm. or whatever. And Letty's like, no! Yeah, and then he's like, no, and she's watching through the door, and Dom's fighting all these dudes, and he's totally destroying Takes everybody. Takes out, like, most of them. <laughs> and then he pulls down, like, the whole, like, thing that they're standing on, and they all go crashing into the water, and then Dom has a reflective moment mm-hmm. on his life. And he sees his son, and his son's like, Daddy! And then you're like, OMG, Dom's gonna die! And then Letty dives into the water! What? And she drags him out, and he wakes up, and he's like... <coughs> Family. Family. <laughs> He's like, family. And then they're like, OMG, wow, that was crazy. Mm. We really need to stop these guys. What so. now? Now, but listen, we have to stop them on the ground, and we have to stop the satellite, satellite too, because if it gets uploaded to the satellite, there's nothing we can do. Nothing so we have to it. take care of the satellite. How do we take care of the satellite? It's in space. We go to space. Duh. Duh. That, that's a funny moment because he's like, what are we going to do? Just like go to space? And Vin Diesel's like, that's exactly what that's we're exactly going to do. So then. But, but what? Okay. But they, okay. They get to space. So what? They need to like attach a rocket to a car. They need some sort of mechanical genius to pull this off. Who other than Lucas Well, Black. you thought I was gone, didn't you? <laughs> you thought I was out of this series. Well, no, sir. I became a mechanic and I know all about rockets. Uh, boosters. I know about uh, tires and rubber insulation. I do carpeting as well. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs, if you have them. And Twinkie's there. And Twinkie's there, but he don't go by that name. He don't anymore. go by Twink anymore. You 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 ever went by that name? Yeah, that was a little funny moment. And uh, but uh, so Lucas Black is twenty three now, <laughs> and he looks like he's fifty seven. <laughs> he literally looks so old. Like he looks older than. Vin Diesel. He looks unbelievably old. He looks about as old as Mr. Nobody. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell. Uh, but no, he's like, oh no, I can do that. We can send you to space. No problem. And so they build a giant rocket on the t- Toyota or Pontiac. Pontiac Fiero. Fiero. And then they take up, they put it on top of a plane, they fly it up 50,000 feet, and then they launch them into space. And then it's up to Roman All right, boys. and Tej. To take care of the thing. Yeah. And they get up there and they can't take care of it. Their magnets broke. The magnets are broke. What do we do? So they're like, let's just crash through it. And he's like, but we could die. And he's like, and we'll run out of fuel too. And he's like, well, too bad. Part of the job. Yeah. They do it, but they're okay, obviously. Yes. And then they get on the International Space Station. Yeah. Then as minions. (laughs) That's the space part. Mm -hmm. On the ground, there's a really awesome action sequence. With they have this big convoy and it's this huge, huge truck that's humongous, like, and yeah. then they all have their cars in each of their cars. They put magnets in each of them, so they use the magnets like on and off all the time. Yeah, they've to, got like, like attract and repulse. Yeah, to like throw people away or bring people towards them. Mm. It's a really cool little action sequence. Very neat idea. And there's this crazy part where they just all like go next to him and they all do like the pole thing, and it mm. just pulls like. 50 cars and just they're just crashing and everything. The so they're trying to stop But it them. doesn't slow them down. It doesn't work. The so problem. they come up with a plan mm-hmm. 
to like do some magnet tricks and make yeah. the truck flip. So he's like, Letty, you need to get up next to me. And she's like, I can't, I can't get there. I can't get there. <gasps> you know who can? John Cena. Yeah. Because we didn't say, but he kind of had a falling out with his Yeah, bros. because Cypher and the dude teamed up against him, basically. Yeah. And uh, started working against him. So Cypher's out now. She's working on the bad guy team. Yeah. And then he shows up and he's like, I can do it. And they flip the whole thing. Christopher Nolan, eat mm, your heart out. Exactly. You thought it was cool when Christopher Nolan flipped the semi-truck? Hardly. They flipped 50 times the size of that. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. They flip it and they're like, OMG, we need to get in. Dom's in it. And he's like, OMG, what the freak, man. He jumps out and the plane is coming and Cypher's in the plane. Yeah, Cypher's in the plane in and the she's, plane. Like, she's like, oh no. Basically, she gets to a point where she's like, I can't believe you guys didn't kill Dom. I'm going to, fine, I'll do it myself is what she says. Yeah. Basically. But so damn. she gets in the plane and she shoots missiles at it and he turns and it like kind of crashes and he jumps out of the flailing machine yeah and cypher's like shit and she <laughs> crashes into it oh my explodes. gosh cypher's, cypher's dead, dead. Ah! but it's okay cut just kidding just kidding <laughs> cypher your family disgusts me <laughs> cypher she was driving a drone she was piloting a drone oh cypher's, and like, cypher's an mad. ace pilot she's, she's been like, playing ace combat all her life and she was like this is just like the simulations because it is one yep and then she walks away all angrily. And that's it. She just walks away. She's uh, like, fuck. And they're like, yeah, we did it. Let's go have a family party. Meal, just like yeah. normal. At the end of almost all the movies, they mm. have a meal. Family meal. And they're there, and they have their kid there. And everybody's there, and they're like... Hey, wait. There's a there's a chair that's empty. And then Mia's like, oh, don't worry. He's on his way. And then you hear the Reverend Brian's <laughs> import. Yeah. Rolling up the blue one, and you see it in his into the skyline. It rolls up from room, room, pulls up in the driveway. <laughs> movie ends. End I thought that was a very nice little touch. It they had a nice ending, um, showing that Brian still very much a part of the yeah, family. Of course. Um, and hey, that's it for now. For now, until F ten and F eleven and F twelve and F thirteen and fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and hopefully until a hundred. Only ten and eleven. It's hopefully, confirmed. we get to or. At least it's confirmed Vin Diesel, but I'm pretty sure that they're like, yeah, that's it, ten, eleven. There's no way they can't stop. They might do Hobbs and Shaw, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There better be Fast and Furious movies until I die. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Um. Anyway, the the point that we get to now, I don't know exactly how we. Do you want to talk about like pe- any people in general you wanted to like shout out or like things for the future for the next two movies that you hope? Um, I want more space i know there's a lot of people who aren't who aren't on board with the space i feel like they barely dabbled the space i saw this thing on twitter we need more and i forget who it was from but it was some writer or something but basically he did like a script and i don't know if it was a joke script or what but he showed a script to somebody where he was like dom and the bad guy are racing on the moon okay and somehow the guy you know is bad and he blows up dom's car on the moon so dom's in a spacesuit just on the moon he's like what do i do i'm gonna lose it's it's all over and he looks over and he sees the original moon rover and he's like that's it i'm gonna get in the rover and he turns it on and he wins the race with like the american flag in the back and like the original moon landing rover that would be amazing that's when he wins the race and he showed the guy i think he showed it to him as a joke and the guy was like that could work 
you know what? <laughs> That's not bad. That would actually be amazing. But for context, I think this might have been like back when F6 came out or something. Whoa. So it was like before. If that happened, I would cheer. That would be absolutely it's, it's incredible. It sounds pretty for like how this movie went. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. You know? Um. Wow. Um. But see, listen, we need more space because here's the here's the pitch. Mm-hmm. So you remember Ad Astra, right? Yeah. There's a really awesome scene in Ad Astra where they have like a Mad Max chase on the moon, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. Yeah. That, but the whole movie, Fast and Furious. Oh, the whole movie's on the moon. That's the Fast and Furious on the Moon. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, just like imagine that, but all the time. Or maybe like half the time. I was thinking that you'd have that movie, but it'd be like cataclysmic what's happening. Like the the bad guys like using the large hadron collider to like smash atoms to like create a perfect world or something, and it causes a black hole. So it's the final confrontation is Dominic Toretto has to outrace the black hole. You know, so the whole oh. stop. He's the out racing. He's like, oh, like stretching out, but he's so fast in his car because he's like, he's the only thing. That and, ever he, and he's the black he's hole. drawing. He's driving like you know, like a a Pinto or something. Okay, or like just, he's just driving some, the Moon Rover, just some jalopy. No, like a really broke down, rusted car with like it has no engine in it. Nos um, on the Moon Rover, anyway. and, but yeah, and so it's like a really shitty car. But he's like, it's not the car that matters; it's the driver, and he outruns the black hole. And he saves the world somehow. That would be sick. Yeah. But yeah, I think more space. They barely, barely touched it in this one. Yeah. I think we need more. It could happen. Would you want them to keep... What would you feel if they did like a hundred year time jump and then they did it on the moon? Well, no, because all the people would be dead. No, but they're alive. Ooh. <laughs> there was like science that was invented that yeah. keeps them alive longer. I'd be down. Okay. That would be interesting. I also what, want what Vanessa Kirby like, to be in the movies. What if Vin Diesel, they like do experiments on him and they're like... Vin Diesel, you only age when you're behind the wheel of a car. He's like, what? <laughs> you know? And so, like, what he wants to drive, but he knows that if he drives, he'll die. But, like, he can't help it because he just loves it so much. Dang. So, like, that's what he has to do. And when he's outrunning the black hole, he's aging and he's turning, like, 80, 90, 100 years old. He's like, oh, this time is relative. <laughs> exactly. And he outruns Whoa. and he saves the world, but he dies of old age at the end. We are actually making an incredible movie right now. That's fantastic. Universal. <laughs> Call us up. Justin Lin, take it. Take it from us. Wow. Okay. That sounds really that good. That would have to be F11, obviously. Yeah. 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 I think that's what I want. Cool. <laughs> that's what I want. The only thing I'm interested in is Cypher because there's only two movies left or whatever. Is Cypher going to be in both of them? I hope so. I. It would make sense to me, I think, if... She didn't want to do F10 if they just skipped her for F10. And then F11, she came back, and this was, like, the final confrontation. Yeah. But I also don't want her to die. Yeah. Well, I want Cypher to win. Maybe they'll turn her good, like, half the people they do. But, see, the thing good. is, Shaw... Oh, we didn't talk about the after credit scene of F9. Oh, humongous. Humongous Cliffhanger. <laughs> that's, humongous what Jason, that's what Jason Statham says. <laughs> Han comes in and says, humongous. He goes, humongous wall. <laughs> Uh, so after credit scene, Jason Statham, Wanka. Deckard Shaw is punching a punching bag. Turns out there's a, a person inside, inside the punching bag. Yeah. Uh, anyway, knock at the door. Who is He's it? He's like, OMG, let's go answer the door. He opens the door. It's Han. Cut to, Cut black. to black. That's it. <gasps> Whoa. That's big. That's huge. Han and Shaw movie title. Know. That would be interesting. I don't know. But yeah, it would make sense to me if 
Cypher skipped for 10 and 11, she comes back and they turn her good. And I was saying that Shaw never killed anybody. So like, it's okay. Him being a good guy, like hundred percent. There's no reason why he can't be a good guy. Cause he didn't kill Han. Um, but Cypher definitely killed Elena. Well, well, we don't know. It could be 99%. It could be Adriana from the Soprano situation. Sure. Oh, right. You still haven't watched. So you don't know that. Um, but yes, it's 99% sure that Elena's still dead. Okay. Interesting. All right. You want to rank? I guess we're ranking. Let's rank all 10 movies. Can we do worst first? Can we do best and worst first? Best. Well, I think everyone knows what the what number one is. The best is five. Number one is Fast Five, Always and Forever. It, it's just on. Are we making a collective list or each our own? I think we'll be able to come to terms with each other. I okay. Believe. Interesting. Maybe. Least favorite. This is my hot take. Okay. I think this will cause ripples in the community. My least favorite Fast and Furious movie is Fast and Furious, the fourth one. I do not think that's ripples at all. I think most people don't like the fourth one. No, it's not true. Okay, well, I don't like the fourth one either, so I agree with that completely. With the with the worst one? Yeah, four. I hate it. It's awful. Well, it's not awful. <laughs> I know, but no, it's not. It's my least favorite least one favorite. by far. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Okay, I'm glad you agree with me on yeah. that one. Okay, so then we'll go to number nine. Mm. Uh, F8, Fate, probably Fate of the Furious. No. Hobbs I and Shaw? Even... Oh, Hobbs and Shaw were doing that too in the ranking. Um, then, yeah, maybe Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and there. Shaw at number nine. Number nine. Okay, number eight. Do you want to put Fate at number it's eight? It's got to be Fate. The other ones are too good. See, I would put six at Ooh, number eight. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about number six. I could I could roll with that. Fast and Furious six and the number eight spot. Okay, there we but go. But it's Fast and Furious six is good. Well, they're all good. Right. That's what we're working off of. But right. Some are just better than the others. Okay, and then we'll put F eight for seven. Well, here's how the big thing. are you on F eight here? Because I can't. I would put. I would go if I'll just tell you. I would go nine then eight. Okay, interesting. I can l- I can let that slide because I'll fight hard for something else later. Okay, then I'll I'll have to concede. So we'll do F nine and number seven okay. spot and, and F eight and number six. six. Even though I like nine more than I like eight, but anyway. that's strange to me. I had a lot of pacing issues with nine and stuff like that. I care pacing that's... issues. Well, no, I just thought like the I guess it was the very first sequence in the forest area. Even though it was really nice, just. Like, story-wise, I wasn't just gelling okay. with too much. That's fine. So, like, the first, you know, act, I was like, yeah. ah. So, we'll do 9-7, mm-hmm. and then number 8, Fate of the Furious, six. number 6. And it has more Charlize Theron, so what are you saying? Right. <laughs> number 5. Probably go... Uh, too Fast? Too Fast, Too Furious? Number 5, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Probably too fast. Yeah. Too fast. Too, too furious. furious. What? I'm too fast for y'all. Okay, so now we have four, three, and two, because we already have number one. Fast five. Yes. So we have the original, mm-hmm. Tokyo Drift, and Furious 7. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that you think Tokyo Drift is the second best movie. Yes. I knew I was correct. <laughs> I... I'm going to argue with you to let us put Tokyo Drift. You know what? I was going to say number four. Okay. But because F9 and F8 are only one apart, I'll let it be number three. But it cannot be number two. Sure. Fine. So Tokyo Drift is number three. 
with seven being that puts the Fast and the Furious and Furious Seven in an interesting because I very much enjoy both of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do too. Seven is yeah. So let's think. Me about this personally, I'm thinking. I don't know. No, you go. You go. Just because the the heart of the franchise and the start of the franchise was at street racing, and in seven that's not an object, and in the first one that is the whole movie. That would make it me put it in the number two spot. Number two. The, the original um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, but if you're not happy with that, I'll switch Tokyo Drift and Seven because I also really, really enjoy Seven as well. So you would let Tokyo Drift be number four? Yeah, no problem. Okay, well then we're definitely doing that. Okay, <laughs> Tokyo Drift four, Furious Seven three, mm. the Fast and the Furious number two, and then number one, Fast Five. Obviously, Fast five, obviously, great, obviously. fantastic movie. There it is. That's the official power rankings. I know that Shay Serrano will be very mad at me because his favorite is furious seven and he will die on that hill okay and listen i'm with you man i'm with you but fast five is so good i mean fury seven is cheating is it 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 is i don't know i mean it's not cheating but it's like this is real life melting into the movie yeah you know what i mean yeah so even though it's really tasteful and it's really effective yeah. At what it's doing, it's, it's kind of like cheating. <laughs> That's true. But it's still a great movie on its own, even without yeah. that last part. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah, there's the official list right there. There you have it. It's that simple. And that's not opinion. That is fact. That is fact. Fast and Fast 5, The Fast and the Furious, Furious 7, Fast Tokyo and Furious Drift. Tokyo Drift, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fate of the Furious, Fast 9, uh, fast six fast s- no yeah fast six hobbs and shaw and then fast, fast and, and furious. furious yeah there it is there it is the official list everybody that's simple that's all there is to it and all that's to our show now is the family. reviews of the week slash family is of the week <laughs> family is let's the week. do it Brangelina. let's freaking do it let's do it what do you got what do you got uh, okay so i thought i'd do something kind of fun i'm we, here for it we play a little game okay I have ten short, ten very short reviews. Okay, I have a few, I have a few short reviews, and <clears throat> we're gonna do like a speed round where you have to guess. Oh, uh, I'll just say these are all Fast and Furious movies. Okay, okay, you okay. just have to guess which one the reviews for. Ah, uh, this is gonna be rough. Here we go. The tenth Fast and Furious film should be called Fast Ten: Your Seatbelts, <laughs> which is amazing, by the way. How is that? How am I supposed <clears throat> to guess? That F nine? Nope, wrong. What? It was Fast Five. Okay. Anyway. I don't like this game if that's going to be the hints that I get nothing. I'm just reading the review. Okay. The Vin and the Family. Two Vin, two Family. The Vin and the Family, Tokyo Drift. Vin and Family. Vin 5. Vin and Family 6. Family 7. The Fate of the Family. Family 9? <laughs> it's Fast 5 again! Oh, what? You got bamboozled. Okay. Are these reviews written when the movies came out, or are they written like 2021? Okay, I'll read the date they were written. Okay, thank you. This one. May 16th, 2021. Okay. Remember when the coolest stunt in this franchise was little car go under big truck? Fast five. (laughs) The first one, the Fast and the Furious. Right, because they were just writing the review for the first one. I was kind of thinking they were going watching an extreme movie and just reminiscing. 
but okay. Okay. I did remember that that happened in the first movie, though, for the record. This one was in 2019. Okay. Speed Racer, but gay. <laughs> fast 7? <laughs> <laughs> this is too fast, too furious. Damn, okay. Okay. This one was in 2017. The gayest film of all time. <laughs> you have to get this one. How am I supposed to get that one? I don't... There's connections. Tokyo Drift. No, it's too fast, too furious again. His I name is Twink. <laughs> Partner. <laughs> okay. Three more. Okay, I think I'm zero for... You've gotten zero of them. Okay. 2021. Bow... Okay, this one gives it away. Tokyo 3, Tokyo <laughs> Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow plays a character named Twinkie, and everyone calls him Twink. Movie awesome. <laughs> yes, okay. There, I'm, I got one. Okay, here we go. 2021 again. Okay. Superman is cool, but does he have car accident recreation vision? No, he does not. Advantage... Dominic Toretto. Oh, wait. Oh. Car accident Car recreation accident. vision. Was that... Come on, you can get this one. Oh, no, 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 no. For some reason... Think about it. When does he uh, recreate the car accident in his head? I thought that was like... Uh, uh, is that... It's gotta be six. What? I missed again. It's Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Because he's recreating oh, right. it when because Lenny he dies. But he recreates it wrong. I forget. I was trying to think when did they get the story straight. But I forgot that he does it wrong. Yeah. All right. Very last one here. That was my second guess. But I was on the right track. There's no way you get this one. <laughs> this was on March 17th, 2020. Better than Citizen Kane. Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> this is a review... For Fast and Furious 10, which is yet to come out. <laughs> well, okay. But this guy's confident it's better than Citizen Kane. Sure. Speeding chimps. I agree with him. Okay, well then you can guess mine too. Alright. This was March 31st, 2020. Okay. Easily the best Fast and the Furious. I like the bit with the cars. Fast 5. It's Tokyo Drift. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I thought that one was going to be straightforward. How about this one? I'm sorry, but Lucas Black is so ugly, it made me angry to look at him. Fast 9. It was the third one. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Drift. Okay. I thought that one was a This trico. one's from 24th of June, June, 2021. I fucking hate fish. Fate of the Furious. That's Luca. <laughs> oh, you cheated on me there! <laughs> I did. Damn it. They gave it a half a star, by the way. Wow. He hates fish. Yeah. There was another one that said, call me by your name, ruined gay Italians for me, half star. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, jeez. Did you guys know that you can email us? You can. You can do that. You just got to email, do, go to your Gmail or like whatever, and you could do the t t t send, and yeah. you send it to You want to compose. Yeah, compose message, and you click the send to. It's thestaglerpod at gmail.com. That is thestaglerpod at gmail.com. That's all and it is. And say whatever you want. Yeah, we have one that's kind of more like a comment here. It says, hey guys, I'm personally not a big fan of the FNF series. You're a terrible person. Or at least the later installments. 
less terrible, but still terrible. When it became more about choreographed action and less about the cars and racing, it kind of lost me. I feel like the first few installments have a charm that the newer ones gave up and replaced with overtop action. They all have family, though. Not that it isn't okay, not just... Not my cup of tea. Oh, okay, so he's British. He's British. However, the Fast and Furious game, the one where you have to outrace a rocket ship that is flying horizontally towards a city, the greatest game ever. Is that the new one? The Crossroads? That, like, just came out? So here's the thing. I've never played any of the Fast and Furious games. I don't know if that's, like, the only one, the Crossroads. But I heard that Fast and Furious Crossroads only has, like, two hours of gameplay. I also heard it was two good hours. I heard it was a good game as well. (laughs) So I have no idea about that. I don't know. But what do you have to say to this this Brit? Uh, Listen up here, you you wanker. Yeah, continue. You don't like Fast and Furious? You fucking stupid, you cunt. I like how our accents have gotten more and more accurate as the show goes on. It's like we're really, we're really chocolatey or accents, you know? Yeah, at least you're not here. In it, bro. You say you don't like the later installments. That's where the whole, the, the family. Why don't we pop down to the pub and I'll give you a bit of a knuckle sandwich. This is a, I'll show you the family. I'll show you the family. I got thumb index. The 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 bird the the marriage finger and the 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 stink finger <laughs> <laughs> and I make them into a knuckle sandwich and it goes into your mouth. How about that? In it, bro, bro. <laughs> we have another email. Uh, anyway, uh, listen, oh, sorry, bro, sorry, teach, sorry. You can like whatever you want, but Vespers is great, and that's just fact. Anyway, okay, that's all there is to it. Thank you for your email. Yes, we have another one. Since you're talking about the Fast franchise, what is your favorite yeah, slash dream car, or just what is a type of car that you really like? Thanks. So I have two answers to this. Okay. I have one. I do have a dream car that is totally unobtainable unless I like hit the lottery or something. Sure. It is a Aston Martin 177. It is like more than a million dollars. Oh. So I obviously can't afford that. What? Very cool car. No? No, you don't have that. Line I know. Our, our, we're really popular on Twitch and YouTube. You know, podcasting is a very you know fortuitive gig. Yep, I, yep. Maybe maybe soon. Maybe by the end of the year. Maybe by the end of the year, if we do more ads. But my more obtainable dream car is just like Dominic Toretto would love. It's a it's a Dodge Challenger. Hmm. Um, which those aren't very expensive. I mean, they're expensive, but you know, they're only like probably like forty or fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Um. Uh, my favorite car that I would my I mean actually I don't have like an Aston Martin type of thing but like the car that I would want the most is a 1991 uh, hatchback Honda Civic Si. Yeah, yeah, in red, the original red. Hatchback. I think it's called Rio Red. I love the hatchback. Now that's a car. I mean that is just a beauty. If you look, I mean I have a picture of it. If you want to see it, sure. Just so you can see, um, it's that bad boy right there. It's actually kind of sick, though. It is sick. Low-key sick. Guys, can you see this? Can you see this car? No. Because you're listening to audio. Um, I love that car. I have a question. Um, Car collecting obviously seems like a maybe kind of an expensive hobby. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) But uh, if you had cars, would you be the type of person who, if you had an old car like this, would you soup it up and put, like, the powerful engine in it and stuff? Or would you try to keep it as, like, original and soup it up? You would soup it up. See, I'm the opposite. I would want to keep it like exactly how it was in 1991. Nah, so it's it like up. top of the line for 1991, but it's like this is what it was. 
and I try to keep it as like a time capsule, you know. Mm, interesting. Maybe if there was some like stupid stuff or like unsafe stuff, I'd change it, you know. But I'd want to try to stay pretty, pretty loyal. That reminds me, I saw this TikTok, okay, where these dudes were at like this drag racing thing, and there was like this really cool car in the one lane, and th- these dudes literally had like a real drag race. Mm. They rolled up in like this Chrysler minivan, okay. <laughs> And everyone was like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, what is this? But this thing was insane. They just had... And they whooped ass. <laughs> this thing was like... That's and it funny. just destroyed this other car. It was really funny. Wow, that's really So cool. that's why I would soup it up, because you can make anything that's really awesome. You just got to put the right driver in there. Yeah, they just had Vin Sorrento driving the car. Yep. It's that simple. See? Guys, if you have no idea who I'm talking about when I say Vin Sorrento, just watch our last episode. Yeah into the freezer verse or whatever yep so yeah that anyway, uh cool thank you for your emails thanks for the emails i had a good time that was a good show that was very fun um it, it was a long time coming for sure for me at least yeah you've been trying to get me to watch him for the longest time and i'm glad i never did because then this wouldn't have happened this was a special moment this was a special moment here uh next time I mean, you came up with it. Why don't you take it away? Uh, next episode, it'll be right after the wonderful July 4th Independence Day. So uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some <clears throat> some of the great uh, American propaganda films. Yeah, we are definitely Team Sean. You know, uh, Shaw, get out of here, Sean. That's what I like. So we'll probably continue with the Southern accent next time. I reckon. I, I reckon. We'll continue with the southern accent, and you guys can come on in. It'll be a hoedown. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good old-fashioned hoedown, you hear? And you can come back around, and we'll uh, we'll do a square dance. We'll do a, a dodecahedral dance if we got the time for it. <laughs> yeah. I'll invite Marilyn. She is, She'll be there. I mean, she, look at her. She is just a oh beauty. My, she is just the finest Woo-wee! southern belle I ever did see, girl. Gosh darn. Oh, boy, I need to go take a cold shower because my dick is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go do that. Uh, have a good time. We'll be talking about American propaganda, propaganda. films because of 4th of July. Yeah, buddy. That's how that's how we'll do it. Until then, everybody. Y'all come back now, you hear? I reckon. <laughs>